Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures DTF. I am your host, Jordana, and I am joined by our co-host, Sam. Hello. Hello, Sam. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hey, we're doing a 90s episode, so I already got to get a 90s reference in. And it's funny because I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld, but I know that's Seinfeld. Oh, you'll get familiar among this episode. I'm excited. Um, so, yeah. So tonight we are diving into the year of 1994, like like aged wine. I Yes. So you just oh, I just I immediately had the regret. I'm like, I should have dressed like super 90s. I should have got my flannel out. I should have like, you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. should have did it. Didn't think about it. I was like wanting to do the dark lipstick and do like the. I, I want I was gonna do the same thing. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw on a flannel. Yeah. I, I'm good with that. But so what are what what are we doing here today as far as our well uh, as far as what we're gonna get into? So we wanted to like hit the years, hit hit the decades in the past because there's you know a lot of amazing stuff to talk about. So we had everyone poll and they picked 1994. So we have, of course, a range of questions. That we're going to ask each other and we're going to talk about 94. Yeah. Uh, 1994. It's not the one I, I, I'm honestly shocked. It is the one that, cause I, Hey, we're going to talk about it. I voted as well. I got one, I got one vote yeah. and I voted for 1994. <laughs> and at the, like when I voted, like the number was like, it was like, I think I was like the only one who voted for 1994 at that point. And I think it you were won. too. And it won. And I was very surprised. Cause I was like, the whole reason I picked it was I was like, I feel like, because I think the other ones were like 96 and 98. And I'm like, I those are a little more like, I feel like we already had locked and loaded answers for those, you know? Exactly. And like, so the way that I did the poll was I did even numbers. So I did 92, 94, 96, 98. Because like 92 seemed kind of like, I don't know, like one. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really remember too much from it. 94. I picked, I think I picked 98. You'd, so and I mean, I would have been happy with any of them, but I was just kind of shut. The reason I thought 94, I voted for it was like, it's not one that I instantly had something that came to my mind in any single one of these categories. Now, one of them ended up being a glaring exception to that because I'm stupid, but, uh, <laughs> you're not, but, um, they're, uh, like, like with 96 and 98, which we may do later on, who knows? Uh, yeah. it's just, um, you know, I was just like in my head, I was already like, I got things firing. I'm like, I kind of want to like, I had to, we had, I feel like the same. We had to do research for this one. We And like some of the stuff I found, I was like, oh, that was not, you know what I mean? Because I thought it was like a different year. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Why and then I when I found that. some stuff, I was like, oh my God, that was a, that was a really good year for certain things. Yeah. And then in other things, I was like, my God, this year sucked. <laughs> I was the same way. I'm like, oh, this is all that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I feel like we should start off with the the, the glaring here. Um, uh, we need to show our the fact that we are not youngins anymore. Uh, how old were you uh, when I know I'm not supposed to ask that, but I feel like in this situation, I can. How old were you during uh, during 1994? And uh, I will answer the same. I was a whopping eight years old. Yep. And. I was a whopping six. So I love it. It's also an interesting year. Like 
I was telling you before we started recording is that some of these questions I came at from the eyes of a child, like, oh, this is what I, you know, thought of around that time. And then other ones, it would have been impossible. And I had to be like, well, you know, looking back as, you know, a 34 year old, God, I almost <laughs> forgot how old it was. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, uh, so I, I think this is going to be fun. This is, and, and this is your, your, your baby. This is your idea. So I, I'm excited to, to try it out here. Um, and I think if, I hope this is good. And I'm just saying this before, cause I really think it will be interesting to pick a year when we weren't alive. Like <laughs> that will be very strange. I want to do. So if I, I feel like this one was exciting. Cause I feel like when you talk about nostalgia and like, years that we were so young it's fun to talk about and it's fun to look at it in a different perspective oh i mean a hundred percent i mean how much of pop culture today is just based on nostalgia we were in like a nostalgia uprising where i mean it's i feel like people in their even their like 20s and 30s and 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 beyond are yeah. all all they're doing is like, you know, I, they're reliving their stuff and then just read in movies and TV shows and shit are just getting rehat. I mean, they just, I just saw there's a night court re remake coming out and I'm like, Oh my God, fuck? who was asking for it? I'll watch it, but who was asking for it? Like <laughs> who demanded this? Like yes. who is watching this? <laughs> it's just weird to me because like, I don't know. I just, it, it, to have people like talk about 30 years ago or like, the amount of time and have it now being the nineties and that looking back is like, I don't want to say vintage, but do you know what I mean? It makes me, it's like, I feel slighted. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Like I feel so, Oh, I love the memories. And then I feel super old and I don't like it. I mean, a hundred percent. It's, I mean, even in recent years, I recently was like some movie, I forget what it was. I, it was like the first one came out in 2017 and there's some new one coming out this year. And I'm like, well, 2017 wasn't that long ago. And then I, and like it dawns on me. I'm like, Oh fuck. That was already. Like, you know? <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. And I'm already having like a middle, middle life crisis. So, cause I'm, in, I'm getting closer and closer to 40. Like I'm going to be 37 on Friday. And the other day we were laying in bed. My husband's like, thank you. He's like, honey. I'm like, what? He's like, how does it feel, you know, to know that you're going to be 40 soon? And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you're like, it, it sounds like I'm sleeping alone tonight is what it, it sounds. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Get the fuck out of this bed. I was so angry because it was so sweet. I'm like, he's going to say something nice. And then he hits me with, I'm going to be almost 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust. But, I you know. The I get the same thing. Uh, uh, my partner is younger than me. So it's the, it, I, yeah. I, yeah. I get I, it. And it, but you know what? I feel like it's all on how you take it and how like being a kid at heart still. Cause I don't feel like I'm getting super old. I don't think you ever really truthfully do. If you, no. if you don't let yourself, there's a podcaster I listen to and he's like 60, he's like 63. And like, wow. he's still, I mean, someone who's been in the media. I want to. I'm a wrestling fan. All right, it's, it's his name's Eric Bischoff. If you for listeners, if you know who that is, you know who that is. He's been around yeah. for forever, and uh, you know he's like he's like you know I'm 60. He's like I don't feel 60. He's like you you feel as old as you are, and you know and I don't when I'm listening to him, I'm not like 
this is an old man. Like <laughs> I could fall asleep. Yeah. No, no. So. Yeah. So this will be fun. I'm really excited to, to do this. And I, I really do want to do like seventies, eighties. I mean, I don't know if we want to go back to the sixties cause that's like the, the decade I would want to be in like 60s, 70s. I would like, I mean, I would try There's there. It would probably, it would be, it would take more research to do, but it mm-hmm. would be just as fun and rewarding to be like, all right, like I have to answer that. Like, cause if you ask me like, who's the, like, you know, well, I don't want to spoil one of our questions here, but well, it's just, I, I will know off. Like I wouldn't know those answers off the top of my head. No, you'd have to do a lot of research for that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just not my thing. I mean, the seventies I could do maybe, but sixties I'd be like, what the fuck i'd have to look up everything either way i think we should jump into this to the into this 90s wonderful rich episode because knowing us we only have eight questions that's <laughs> probably gonna take quite a while <laughs> three hours buckle up it's gonna be yeah. three three and a half hours yes and we may have a may or may not have a little game planned but we'll see how long these eight questions take <laughs> permitting everything goes smoothly with our new recording platform so we'll keep our fingers crossed so fuck um, zencaster that's my anti-ad of the week i think i'm gonna do that every week fuck zencaster (laughs) they are not paying me money for this they can pay me money but i will say until i say this every (laughs) single week i will say this that is the ad for this I like had no problems before and I would tweet, I'd be on Twitter and I'd say like, oh, I use Zencaster and I love it. And they'd like it and they would respond. But like, I hope they don't like it and respond to this. No, because fuck that. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst. All right. So I'm going to start by asking you. um, So 94 for for movies, uh, there was quite a bit that came out that year. So why don't you hit us with your top three movies of 94 okay uh so this is the one that had a glaring one that i went when i voted for it it wasn't like i was planning on it um Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna knock my number one right out of the gate because i touched on it last episode and i touched on it on previous things we've done together uh clerks is my second favorite movie of all time um so clerks uh came out in 1994 didn't even realize it i actually it felt later to me um but it yeah it it is 94 um i'm gonna be real light on that one because i've already touched on it Uh, i just love the movie i love dialogue driven movies i love the a movie that's able to be so basic yet so entertaining um it launched uh the career of kevin smith who i'm a huge fan of and Also, it um, like I don't know, it's just really funny, and I and I like, it. and also like as someone who worked in that industry, you know, um, and, and still sort of does to a degree, uh, it, it's it's something that I can relate to. And basically, I is that the, the customer is a, 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 to quote his next movie, the customer is always an asshole, and that will <laughs> ring true forever. Cheers to that. I agree. Um, now on to two movies that. I haven't touched on before. Um, my second favorite movie of of the the year 1994 um, would have been The Crow. Oh, that's a good choice. Yes, The Crow. When I was a little kid, like when I first started to watch, like what I would consider like a like adult movies, like mm-hmm. um, like because Ninja Turtles would have been it, but. I, kind of a kid's movie. Um, right. My my fir- my two most watched movies were The Crow and Demolition Man. 
great for different reasons. Yes. <laughs> but the crow is just fucking awesome. I still to this day think it's great. I, I, I'm not surprised they're remaking it, but I am one of those people that's kind of like, I don't want to be that person who's like, you know, don't remake movies. But then I'm like, why do you got to remake that one? <laughs> I agree with you, though. I don't think that I'm not saying I don't think it's necessary, but something as good as that, just leave it. Do, do something else. Even if you kind of like cliff note it and do something else like the pigeon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would watch a movie called the pigeon about a man who's resurrected by a pigeon. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Just walking around saying coo coo. Uh, I really love that movie. Uh, it is a comic book movie, but it doesn't truthfully feel like it. It's super nineties. I mean, it's so nineties. The, 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 fucking soundtrack is just like it's all like prog rock and industrial rock um it's fucking badass uh brandon lee is great tragic uh tragedy of course struck him um Mm -hmm. but god i just fucking love that movie i even have a uh i even have like a tattoo for it it probably won't show up on camera but i have a little i have a dead bird dead crow and it says it can't rain all the time like i fucking love that movie that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah it's a good choice yeah, definitely a, a personal favorite of mine. Um, and then number three, I went a different direction. Oh. There was a movie I considered, but I was like, I want to go, you know, something that I just think people wouldn't expect. Have you have you ever seen Airheads? I fucking love that movie. Brandon Fraser, yes. Adam Sandler, Steve yes. Buscemi. Yes. yes. Fuck, we were going to be them for Halloween this year. That would be great. Yeah, but that's a Jeff's kiss. That's such a good movie. All right. I just want to know who would you be your husband and the, your, the other one. (laughs) I was going to be what's, uh, uh, Oh my God. I'm drawing blank. Adam Sandler is, uh, well, he's Pip in the movie. Pip. Yes. And then Brandon Frazier was, Oh, I don't even know if I remember there, but I was going to be him with the long hair, the -hmm. leather coat. And then Greg was going to do the beanie, the, the cutoff. Yes. Yep. Yes um yeah i love that movie it's so funny um it's it's especially funny if you've ever been in a band or been around a bit like friends with musicians or you know just really into like a certain scene because whether or not that like like obviously like that type of music would not translate to today but i think that if a a struggling musician today could watch that and be like yeah i fucking get it it like it (laughs) sucks you know playing show after show for basically the other bands and their girlfriends and nobody wants to listen to us (laughs) it's true yeah it's the epitome of that band life yeah and it's amazing yeah. And if, if you don't know what this movie is, by the way, because this one's a little a little lesser known than like The Crow and I would even say Clerks. It's a movie yeah. about three struggling uh, rock musicians. They're in a band and they just want to get their song on the radio. So they break into a radio station with squirt guns filled with hot sauce and <laughs> they take it hostage. And just to get their radio, their song played and it like snowballs from there and david arquette's in it and he's fucking great and joe oh, joe yes. joe montana's in it and he's fucking mantanga i can't say his name yeah it's just it's so funny um and just just a really really fun good movie that like it, it's super silly in 90s and if you love 90s like like thrash rock it's got a great fucking soundtrack it's perfect it's so goddamn good and i actually wanted i want to watch that now 
no, it's good one. And great cameos like Lemmy shows up for like six seconds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's just a super fun movie um, that I think anybody can appreciate. And especially, you know, with Brendan Fraser having like a Renaissance right now, a Brendan Sans. Oh, yeah. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend it. If you're a Brendan Fraser fan, I think you will quite enjoy it. It's like when he was in his prime. I just I love him. Adam Sandler recently told a story and I couldn't tell if it was true or not, if he was being tongue in cheek. But him and Brendan were on a show where it was like they like an Internet show where they like it was like they interviewed each other. Like that was the whole show. And like they were talking about airheads. And according to Adam Sandler, uh, he said, like, they didn't want you, Brendan, for this role. He's like, I saw Encino Man and was like, this kid's good. He can do more than be, you know, uh, just the caveman. Like he can do this. And then like supposedly Adam Sandler, like, like showed up drunk at the guy's house, like the, the producer and was like, He's like, listen, if he's not fucking doing the movie, I'm not doing the movie. And then, like, he got the role. So whether or not that's true or not, it's a nice story that shows that Adam Sandler is, by all accounts, a pretty good person. Yeah, and I could totally see that happening. So I want to believe that that's true. Yeah. So I love Adam Sandler. Me too. Uh, very. He, and he, Adam wasn't even gigantic at that time, but he was clearly a breakout star from SNL and whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, so those are my three movies, and I'm curious if you're going to pick the one that I wanted to include. So I want, I'm ready to hear what are your three top movies of 1994? 1994. This, I this feel was, like we sh- we got to do the 90s voice a lot right now. We have to. Ball. You didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. Jordan's uh, picks. You're not going to guess any of my picks. You might, but okay. I feel like I'm throwing like major curveballs. So the first one, your number one, my number one, because I feel like it was the most watched one of 94. um, And it was a pretty well-known comedian, but it it was the mask. Yeah, I mean, and I know it's so cheesy because like Dumb and Dumber came out that year. It was one I wanted to I wanted to include on my list. If if it was a five, it would have it would have hit my spot. Oh, yeah. And I just like immediately thought of it because Jim Carrey was like a force to be reckoned with in 94. Yes. Love yeah. that man. He was Everything my. about that movie. Yeah. I just the slapstick, the uh, the singing, like the musical numbers, Cameron Diaz. You know what I mean? Like just all of it was so perfect. And I just I love it. The, well, you're right. And the cartoon aspect of it, it really felt like to me, it was like the next step of like who framed Roger Rabbit. Like it was a cartoon that came to life. Yes. Like Dick Tracy almost, but like jacked up with a green mask and better and way better. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's a thing you got to You got to touch on there is uh, Cameron Diaz in that movie is holy shit. Like she <laughs> was ridiculous and i like i loved her like i just i thought she was fantastic i thought they had great chemistry um i thought he was you know that whole down in the dumps nothing ever goes his way type dude and then he's crazy and he's bouncing off the wall and he's shooting at old women and i just i for eight years old i thought that was it was fucking hilarious so so good 
but also too like to counteract that then he, he hits us with dumb and dumber one of the best comedies Absolutely. of our time i mean so, the 90s were i mean he's still doing it today but the 90s were his decade like oh absolutely and i did you watch living color did you ever watch him on that yeah of course i know uh uh what's his name safety officer whatever fire marshal bill fire marshal <laughs> bill that's what it was yeah yeah oh my god i used to watch i used to watch it because of him because i i was obsessed with jim carrey i thought he was the best thing ever and when he would do that and then uh oh my god what was the one the the weightlifter and he was like the big the muscle building chick and he, he would wear the little pink bikini not ringing a bell on that one. I, oh my god, I gotta find it. There's Venus. two things I remember from In Living Color, and it is yep. Fire Marshal Bill, and that, and then it's uh, uh, Homie, don't play that. The fucking mean clown. Those are the two <laughs> things I remember from In Living Color. I remember enjoying it, but it, it, it's I was also like probably too young to probably shouldn't have been watching it. <laughs> Same, and that's the, my disclosure is all some of the stuff that I'm going to say I probably should not have been watching, but I definitely did. <laughs> so well, like so okay so we hit with comedy and then we're gonna take a swerve back to like who you know me as horror primarily uh Wes Craven's new nightmare all right and that like okay so I don't really I don't really care for Freddy Krueger like not saying I don't care for him but he is just not you know like my go-to horror villain and yeah. I was scared of him when I was younger, so I don't I don't think I watched as much, and I, I didn't get like desensitized to him. I think that makes sense. I think as a as a villain of like the big three, I think he to a child would be the scariest. He's and he yeah he's the most like a monster, and you know, and, and he's got personality. He's not just like a guy who stands there or slowly walks at you like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and can he, see that. And he like does he he like kills you during the time that we don't want to sleep. Like I never wanted to sleep when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean he essentially is the boogeyman. Like right. And I believe that's actually what he originally titled the movie was the boogeyman. Yeah. Um yeah, no, a hundred percent I get that. Actually, as, as a uh, small tangent, ding. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I uh, you, do you know who I was most terrified of as a child? Well, all right. Yeah, I'll say, but I was most terrified of as a child of all the classic killers of the 80s and 90s. I'm going to take a wild guess. Let's hear it. And I'm not trying if, if it's not it, I'm not trying to offend you. Oh, think, I'm going to get so offended, Jordana. You don't even know. Well, I'm saying it. It's Chucky. It absolutely was Chucky. Yes, <laughs> I knew it because Chucky scared the shit out of me, too. Ah, uh, Chucky was, he's terrifying as a child because you're surrounded. It's like the op. So in the later in the years, you know, you have Toy Story where it's like, wow, wouldn't it be great if all my toys <laughs> came to life? But before, but Woody ran only because Chucky walked <laughs> and Chucky walked with a big fucking knife and he was foul mouthed and I was terrified of him. And, but I, but I still loved horror. So I watched them yes. all. Yes. I did the same. Do you want to know something crazy that I like just, I feel like this is what podcasts are for, like dealing yeah. with emotional trauma and uh, <laughs> your own stupidity as from the past. Yes, of course. I, I had a sleepover one night and my friend slept over and I, I got, I don't even know how old we were probably around the fucking year we're talking about. And 
I used to have, I don't know if you know them. Um, they were called, uh, like, I think they're called like my wrestling buddies or whatever. Like they were basically like pillows that were like in the shape of wrestlers. Oh yes. Yes, I do. And, and like the really expensive ones were like, cause I had like a Hulk Hogan one where like, if you punched him in his arm, he'd be like, you're breaking my arm, brother. Like, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, we must have watched one of them the night that that night. And my, my buddy, like, he was like, dude, you got to shut up. Like, I, I want to go to sleep. And I'm like, I'm too afraid. I can't sleep. He's like, would this make you feel better? He's like, and he grabbed like a big, like needle uh, that I don't know where he found or why it was around <laughs> a bunch of children. Yeah. And he, and, he, and he went up to all like the rest because he brought his and I brought mine and he like yeah. stabbed every single one of them. Like, and he's like, does that make you feel better? And I was like, a little bit. Thank you for being a great friend. Like, <laughs> Thank you for taking care of this. Yeah. I appreciate that, you. That was my best friend until I was like, uh, until he moved away. That was, and, and I was like, you get me, brother. Oh you get God. me, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> But that's awesome to do. I would have never thought that if I were the friend, I'd just be like, shut up and go to bed. I mean, <laughs> no, I kidding. think that I think that's what motivated it. It wasn't I don't know if it was necessarily done out of kindness, but it uh, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but I, no, I get it. Chucky was like two threw me over the edge when he was in the toy store and the dude got his eyeballs. He got the fucking eyeballs put in. I was like, yep. oh, my God. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just him and, and him and Freddie. I just, I, I, I think forced. for children, they're the scariest. Yes. And then like, so with Wes Craven's new nightmare though, having it come back and be like, oh, Wes has this new idea and Freddie's back. And I was just like, oh my, like I was terrified of it, but I watched it and I loved it. Like the part where the girl's on the ceiling and he's talking to the little boy and he's like, ever play skin the cat. And I was like, holy fuck. Like <laughs> Remember that scene? Oh, I remember it. There's oh a lot. God. There's distinct things about that movie that I that I remember. Um, it's not one of my go. Like if I'm gonna watch a Freddy movie, my go to yeah. is one, three, and four. Um, yes, uh, Dream Child, Dream Warrior. I really like, and then the rest I kind of just sprinkle in what I watch and what I don't watch. Right. I will say that I what I like about New Nightmare is it is totally different, but it's yes. so. It's so Wes, especially in that time frame of the 90s, it when Wes was really into doing um, like wall breaking, basically scream like, you know, yes. like like self parodying. And that's what that entire movie is about. It's about them making a movie about for like Nightmare on Elm Street, which it's it's based. It's the closest you're going to get to another Wes Craven scream movie because it's kind yes. of what it was just with and a I monster. And I think that's why I appreciated it. Cause I was just like, this is, this is new. Like, this is a, like an awesome take on it. And like what the next year we got screen. So yeah. you could see like he was, you know, where he, he was going. He was honing an idea, I think. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And Heather Langenkamp or yes, that's her. I, I don't know how to say it, but yeah. I just like, I, I, I loved seeing her be tough and then being super scared. Cause I feel like that was me through the whole movie. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck. And then she has to be tough for Dylan and like the scene of the husband's uh, funeral and like, Oh, just so, so many images burned into my brain and being eight, I was just like, Holy, like I love horror, but I'm scared to death. <laughs> what, one of the small things I remember about that movie, I remember watching it like when it, I, I didn't see it in theaters and I may have not even seen it in 1994. I may have seen it a few years later. I remember watching it like on TV, like, 
which if you're a, a listener in your 20s, we used to have to walk, wait for the movies to come out on TV to watch them or rent them in the, the in the movie theater or yeah. the movie store. Yeah, you couldn't just watch it on demand. You had to go. I remember being pretty scared of that, uh, watching it with my parents. I remember distinctly there's a scene where he's where, where the little boy is like under the blankets and he's like, but he, it's like he can't get out. The blankets like go on forever or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. And then the thing that really freaked me out as a kid is I don't know. This is such a small thing, but I remember it distinctly mm -hmm. is he had a stuffed dinosaur. It was yep. like and I had the exact same stuffed dinosaur um, as a kid and like in the movie freddy slashes the dinosaur and then i Rex. think that, like heather has to like sew it up or whatever but for mm -hmm. whatever reason just like you know your your child brain is just like i have that fucking toy that could happen to me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's how, that's how we like like distinguished things back then was you like this could happen like i knew in my mind i'm like this this can't be real but i'm like maybe it is Maybe this could happen. <laughs> You're like, this is not it, it, it kind of, but it almost happens today. Still today. Think about it. I don't want to give too much away here. And if, if, if this is not something you want to disclose, we yep. can edit this out. But earlier, was it earlier today? You were like, I was watching Dawn of the Dead. And then I heard a noise in the, or, or, I'm sorry, the dog was barking at something that, you know, wasn't there. And then you're like, the smart part of your brain's like, nothing's there. And then you're yeah. like, but what if it is? What if it is? Honestly, I'm not even shitting you because I was like, you sent me the voice message and I'm like, thank God someone's actually communicating with me because it sounded like someone got up upstairs. Like it sounds like when someone gets out of bed and I heard that and I'm like, no, because my kid was in school. My husband's at work. I'm like, no, no one's here. But and then last night, my dog was acting super weird. And my husband was like, oh, when you were in the shower, we heard something like towards the closet. And he was all freaked out. And I'm like, what do you think? Like, should I go get the sage stick? Like, do we need to <laughs> cleanse this house? And then the dog was laying in between the doorway. Like, and he never does. He was just laying there. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted because... Oh, can we, yes. I want to get the, the, the ever, the, the weekly updates on the, uh, the poltergeist <laughs> at uh, Jordana's house. <laughs> Sam, I'm not even kidding. Like you would be the first person. Like I, I wouldn't even know what to do. And I've had weird experiences here too. Like the first time I actually recorded by myself for my podcast before I even like dropped an episode, I was sitting down here and I was talking about the haunted mansion and I looked upstairs and I thought I saw someone like walk by. And after I went upstairs, I was talking to Greg. I'm like, were you downstairs? He's like, no. And Roz was like, my kid was in her bed sleeping and I, I swear to you, it looked like something walked by. <laughs> well, we'll have to see if we have to get the Ghostbusters out. We'll do a live and and track the ghost of my house. <laughs> okay, but so the last one, you would never even think of this one. Um, but it really like introduced me to thrillers, I guess. And the, it was Speed. Hey, Speed's a great movie. Like Dennis Hopper at the end getting his head fucking ripped off by the train sign and just like Keanu and Sandra's. I, I just love Speed. Oh, Speed's awesome. Keanu looks great in it. It looks like a like a hunky star. Oh, yeah. Sa Sandra's great in it as well. Has one of the worst fucking sequels of all time. But like uh, it, it's 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 a great movie. 
Was Speed 2 the boat? Yeah, Speed 2 was the boat where Keanu didn't want to come back, so they replaced him with Patrick... Somebody... Somebody Patrick. That's how... Kirk Patrick... I don't fucking know what his name is. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> he's He was some 90s heartthrob, and people fucking hated it because they're like, well, the whole movie, the first one was them being, you know, together, and now they're not together, and there's this new fucking guy, and it was terrible, but... I remember being like so stoked for that and then being extremely disappointed, but I don't know what it was about speed. I had it on VHS. My grandparents hated the fact that I was watching rated R movies, but I, and it was a toss up because it was speed. And then I'll tell you like my almost contender. Did you already tell me you're almost contender? Nope. Okay. So real quick, my almost contender was serial mom. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 John Waters, I believe, uh, did that one. I think so. And Matthew Lillard was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember the like the quirkiness of it, just how fucking hilarious, but kind of dark it was. So, and that was like my my little secret secret watch. So, yeah. I mean, that's not one that like it, it's well. It's definitely a cult classic. Uh, yes. It's going to bother me now. I got to look up who directed that movie, though. I think it was John Waters. Um. Anyway, um, mine would have been. Yeah, it was John Waters. Okay. Who else would make a movie that fucking weird? Um, <laughs> my, uh, before we get to yours for that, because you uh, you wanted my uh, almost pick. Or no, you, yes. it was, um, it would be, it would have been Pulp Fiction. Oh, I'm get, no, no. I'm, I was going to say something, but just. let's let's go so i've I've watched pulp fiction in like bits and pieces but i've never fully watched it like i i've watched it all right but like i and that's one that i have to like that and the godfather and like goodfellows i have to watch because i feel like those are cinematic musts like you have to watch those if you like crime movies i mean those are like three of the biggest but if you're not a big crime movie fan then no i'd say skip them uh definitely not i'm not someone that says you have to watch it yeah um i am i'm a big quentin tarantino fan i love everything he's done minus and i i'm gonna get hate for it but i gotta speak my truth i don't like the kill bill movies couldn't give a shit about them yeah um but no pulp fiction is just uh it's it's to me it's beginning to end um it's i think it's just a masterpiece but yeah and I believe so. The way I did this list, I don't know if you did it yourself. I, I went on to IMDb and I found you can do 1994 and you can do search by popularity, like what's the most popular from that. Oh, I, I think Pulp Fiction was where it was the number one most popular, like as far as what fans like like have upvoted and downvoted and shit. Yeah, um, I, it was like I think it was like Pulp Fiction and then like Forrest Gump was like next. Oh. See, like I, I love Quentin Tarantino too, and I feel silly saying that I haven't like actually fully watched it. But I remember, like, I don't know, I don't. My mom loved it, and I think I tried to like watch it with her, but I got all like, "What's going on?" And then I went and did something else, and I just never watched it. And that's horrible to say. It's not horrible to say. I mean, it's also it is a movie that specific. I think specific type of people are not going to enjoy because right. it is very famously, it's a movie that is chopped up and out of order. 
And for certain people, that is just like, and it's not saying like, oh, bad or you're good or bad for that person. Just certain people, you know, everyone perceives things differently. Yeah. Like that is going to be a huge like negative thing for some people. Like they want, you know, they want to see it as a, a straight line, not yep. a fucking zigzag with a fucking swirl and like, you know, <laughs> like, uh, so. But I like those types yeah. of movies. So I, I think that I would, I think I would, I have to watch it. I just always feel like I don't, I don't think of ones that I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I haven't watched Pulp Fiction. I have to watch it. I'm just like, I'm going to throw on Halloween for the 500th time. Hey, we all do that. <laughs> so, but I, I'm, I am, I, I do want to watch it now, especially since you had the masterpiece seal of approval on it. it it's, it's pretty goddamn close to being a, a perfect movie. Well, I'm, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could have went on about 10 other different movies, but we'll, we'll save that for another show, another episode. Oh, I'm sure um, we'll get back to 94 eventually. Definitely. Uh, what about TV shows? What do you have? Like, that was hard for me. Okay. So just to be clear, because again, you, when we do these, um, whether it uh, we one of us is coming up with the game, we talk about it a little bit and then we kind of just want us to not talk about it at all. So we yep. don't spoil the conversation. So it's, it's fresh here. Yes. I just want to make sure for TV shows in 1994, I chose only shows that debuted in 1994. Is that how did, yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, that's perfect. But it's just like, I, I, I thought about, like what I watched in 94 and most of mine came out in 94. There was one that did not, it was the year prior, but I still like avidly watched it. So I just threw it in there because I just, I don't know. I, I felt like it doesn't matter, but you. Well, it matters. Well, why, why, yeah. why wouldn't it matter? You're, you're, you're too self, you're too hard on yourself. <laughs> well, I, I it's just, just wanted it's, it's just, I just me. I know, but I mean like, I, I, I wasn't like super, oh, you know, ones that debuted and then I picked one that really like wasn't, but it was still, I don't know. It, it will, we'll have fun with it either. I'm not going to be like, God damn it. This you bitch. <laughs> it, it came out six months prior. No. Um, but I yes. would say, yeah, this was a lot harder using that, that, that as a, um, as a point. Cause it's like, cause here's the truth of it. Mm-hmm. If if this becomes a, if we we enjoy this and we do this as a recurring segment, if we if we just include '90s in general, like then Seinfeld is going to be on my list from 1989 when it debuted all the way till 1999 when it ended. I'm sorry, 98 when it ended, and then 99 is just going to be Sopranos. So like that <laughs> that's it. Like that's it. That like uh, so I had to be like no like so let's just zero in here and uh <laughs> let's find shows that debuted and it was a lot harder than i thought it would be yes and that was the other thing too is like i looked at what debuted and i'm like but i didn't watch that you know what i mean so i'm like i don't i mean there was one i don't know i don't know i just say things and write lists and then i'm like oh all right well hmm. I think because my list is pretty fucking weird. I'm not going to lie or pretty weird is uh, not things I think that people would would normally think of. But that's OK, because I feel like this is looking into what we were into then. 
and like what tickled our fancy. So, well, all right. Number one, and I actually have a little, uh, because I know nobody's going to know of it, so I had to bring this up. Uh, my or not my number one. I'm going to go in reverse order from here on out. I uh, okay. I, uh, my number three uh, show that debuted in 1994 is The Head, uh, which is this is uh. the, the Head. <laughs> uh, I like vaguely remember that. Yes, uh, The Head. Uh, it was a very short-lived show. Um, about a man who has a demon living inside of his head that he's just trying to live his normal life. And uh, the demon is, you know, being a little shithead and also somewhat fighting crime. It's a whole thing. I really liked it as a kid. Yep. Didn't understand a fucking thing that was happening in it. Nope. Uh, a few years ago, uh, they released it all. I think it was only two seasons. Uh, they released it all on like a, a Blu-ray set that I bought. And I went back and rewatched it. And I was like, holy shit, I should not have been watching this as a child. <laughs> like, like the fact that my parents, I mean, my parents never, ever uh, put any sort of like restrictions. I was always allowed to watch what I wanted. But I'm like, God, yeah. if they should have sat down and watched an episode of this fucking thing with me. <laughs> there might have been some restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm, I'm glad now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm intrigued. I want to watch it. It's the craziest one on the list, but I, I it wasn't. It was kind of slim pickings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely a fucking weird one. It, it was a part of um what I believe was called Liquid Television back in the if you remember MTV Liquid Television. Yep. It was like that Aeon Flux, uh, yes. the Max. It was like all this like. It was basically like cartoon or adult swim before adult swim existed. It was like all this adult animation um, that was pretty much spearheaded by Beavis and Butthead. And then everything else was like nowhere near as popular. But like, yeah. It was when MTV actually was cool and had music videos and shows that were of substance. I mean, they, did, I, they don't have anything anymore, as far as I know. And I hate to be that old person. It's like, MTV and back in my day had fucking music and had... Sh-. I'm like, at, at least even like 10, year, 10 years ago, like they had reality shows that people talked about. But I'm like, I don't know anybody who watches anything on that network. It does Is it, is it on? Somebody check right now, because I bet you no one's turned it on in 10 years. There's nothing. There, There's absolutely nothing. And it's so sad because that I loved Channel 16. Shout out, shout out. I like that. Cable, yes. All right. Um, Well, that was my number three weirdo pick. I love it. Uh, Number two pick. I'd give you a million dollars if you could guess what it was. Uh, It is the Magic School Bus. (laughs) (laughs) On the Magic School Bus. This one I came at from the perspective of being a child, and I really loved that show as a kid. I think obviously a lot of people did. Mrs. Frizzle or Frackle or whatever her name was. Um, I, I really liked it. I, it was like a treat in school when they would wheel the TV cart in and you'd get to watch an episode about like the body or whatever. Uh, they yep. would all, they would. The teachers would always, in my school at least, would use that as an example of a, a like to just kill an hour. They'd be like, "Just fucking watch this," like you know, because <laughs> it was when they're hungover. You know, when Probably. teachers are hungover, they're just like, "Watch this show." <laughs> I'm gonna just, sit with my head down. Man, just watch this fucking thing. Yeah. Now that 
that being said, they added it to Netflix like two or three years ago. And I was like, I didn't expect that I was going to be like enthralled by it, but I thought I might get like a nostalgia kick out of watching it. Yeah. I, I will say this. I think it actively might be responsible for my generation being at least 10 to 20 points of an IQ, like lower than, than like it is fucking (laughs) unwatchable. (laughs) Horrible. But the, the bus, the bus part when it's like traveling to wherever and, it's like, I want to do that. Oh, the concept of it's really cool. And like to my six-year-old brain, I was like, this is fucking amazing. This is the, the, these, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But as an adult, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like it, it, definitely not like some childhood shows hold up. That one did not. It was <laughs> goddamn unwatchable. And like I said, I think they might, you, under certain states laws, you might be able to sue the creators of that for making you fucking dumber. heavy lawsuits are going to be pending now because of that i'm gonna get one (laughs) (laughs) fuck you magic school bus uh and then my number one favorite show that debuted in 1994 um as a child uh was all that oh that's a really good pick i love yes yeah, uh, all, all that, uh, basically, if you don't know what it was, was a kid's version of SNL um, on Nickelodeon. Yep. yep. Um, it was really slapsticky and just like it. It's just it was so like for a kid who was like maybe around the ages of like between like six and 11 or 12. It was so fucking funny. And honestly, I think around that time I might've had like a crush on like Amanda Bynes. God, we know how that turned out. And like, <laughs> you know, it's just like Keenan and Kel were fucking great. Good burger. That's where all that shit came from. Just good stuff. Oh yeah. I just showed my kid good burger and she fucking loved it. She was like watching the, the scene where he's rollerblading down the street and she's just like, like the jokes, the horrible jokes when the customer came up and, I can't even remember it, but she's sitting there and I'm watching her face and she just see this little sn- snicker. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, yes. I, I think that the, that Keenan and Kel and all that is, I mean, solely responsible for like orange soda sales spiking by like 3000% in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you should tell uh, your kid if she really liked the first movie that they have announced they're doing the sequel. <gasps> Are with, you serious? With Keenan and Kel reprising the roles. See now that makes me happy. That's the nostalgic part. Just being like, give me that's the sequel I want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see Keenan played by I don't know who, uh Jonah Hill or something. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I don't want to see them replaced. Pete Davidson would be yeah. he'd Kel. be Kel. He'd be Kel for sure. I would fucking no. He'd be like, uh, welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? I'm gonna go fuck my super celebrity white or girlfriend now anyway uh here's ariana grande singing in the corner like no yeah no uh that that just made me really really excited that you told me that i didn't i had no idea yeah i believe keenan's financing it um himself if i'm correct or some he's involved creatively and uh kel who's kind of been out of the spotlight for a long time uh keenan was like i ain't doing it unless you come back he's like i'm not replacing you and kel was like all right i'm coming back oh yes god that makes me 
I'm happy. Good stuff. Good. good stuff. So those would be my three picks. How about great yours? Great picks. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go backwards like you did. Um. So my number three was a ABC sitcom, um, and it was Home Improvement. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking what's Wilson? Was it Wilson the name? Wilson, yeah. Wilson. And I just, I loved Tim Allen. I thought he was hilarious. Hilarious. Um, I love that show. Great. If you think I don't own the box set, you would be incorrect. Uh, <laughs> so I am also a fan. I, I I wish I owned the box set, but I remember watching that with like my grandparents and they thought it was funny. So it was like, you know, some of the stuff they didn't understand, which was good because then I could still watch it. It was it, a great, like, like just a great show you could watch. Everybody in the family could enjoy that show. Yes. Yes. And then, like, it has some of the great moments that, like, come back. Like, that just were fucking so dumb. Like, <laughs> everybody remembers, like, Mark turns goth and, like, them freaking out. And, like, then Mark made a video. I'll never forget. Oh, Mark makes a video in which I think he kills his parents. And then they, <laughs> they, it's like a music video or something. And then, like, Tim and whatever her fucking name are think he's going to murder them. And I'm like, this actually exists. This is great. <laughs> and Mark was such a random, like, little dink. <laughs> like, I love it. He was everyone's least favorite character, too. And I think they were just like, well, we lost Jonathan Taylor Thomas, so we got to make this little shit interesting. So I guess we'll make him a fucking psycho. <laughs> Von Goth. <laughs> I don't know. I just, that was such a good, wholesome, funny show. And can we talk about a part of that show that we didn't even get to? I think it's just a, a, a very, I love a show like that or like Family Matters that yes. like, that finds a way to, have these like surreal crazy things happen in there and like family matters it, urkel was the way into like oh this science experiment went wrong like yeah. <laughs> and in home improvement it was like this is the show within the show you know tool time and like yeah. here's this crazy fucking thing tim built and then he's all of a sudden skyrocketed you know or like just like this crazy slapstick humor that was like for a kid and an adult i still makes me laugh really fucking hard and al was great too uh, I love Al. Al was fantastic. Just it was just like such a good, and that's like for me how a show, like a comedy sitcom, and I miss those. I miss like half an hour sitcoms. Yeah, they don't really make sit true like sitcoms like that anymore. I feel like, or if they do, they're they're nowhere near as big as they used to be. Yeah, and I like I I don't I feel like I don't even know any. Like if 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 people watching have good recommendations of like a good sitcom, please by all means like let me know. But the last I, one I saw was was probably like New Girl. I thought New Girl was pretty good, but that was even ten years ago now. So oh, was Zoe Deschanel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I just it's all reality or it's all The Bachelor. It's some sort of shenanigans. All right. So the next one is really strange. Really, really strange. But it was one that I like, I don't want to say religiously, but I watched and it was very, I don't want to say life changing, but it just made me feel like so much older and don't make fun of me. Home improvement. But it, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was the real world, San Francisco okay. with Puck. Do you remember? Do you remember any uh, of that when that happened? 
I distinctly, because that was like the biggest season. I think that I, in my mind, that's the biggest season they ever had. Everybody yes. knows who Puck is. Yes. And it was like, you didn't really know if it was staged or if it was real. You know what I mean? Like, cause that was when reality TV actually seemed like it, it was. It was really when it started. Yeah. And then it had Pedro and that was like the first, I mean, not like, but it was talked about he was being op- or he was openly gay and he had AIDS and having like Puck be crazy. And just, I thought to myself, is this what I have to look forward to getting older? <laughs> This is a terrible <laughs> outlook. Oh, it's for a child to have. Is this what being a, a 20 year old is going to be like? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, just, but I don't want to say learn something, but I just watched it. Like every time it came on, that was a show that I watched. And I just, for some reason, it stuck with me. And I, I had to pick that as two. I mean, there's a reason the show's still going on today. Uh, it, it obviously yeah. connected with a lot. Now, granted, I don't know if I, I, I've heard it's going on today. I don't even know what fucking channel MTV's on. Uh, I mean, like what the num- numerical channel is or how to watch it. Yes, but I think it is. But I think it is more of a, a this is who you're supposed to be. We are casting for this. I think it's li- like, yes. I know they did this, though. This is one thing I do know they did. And I, I only know this because I saw them advertise it on Paramount Plus exclusively that they're going back to the old seasons and they're having the people from the old seasons come back. So like the very first people in the first house, they just did a season of them like in a new house. Um, Yes. So I don't know which, so I don't know what group of people that was. Um, Was that San Diego? I'm trying. I think that was, I think if I wrote it down correctly, I think that was season two or three. So I'm trying, I think it was like, was it, New York City or whatever. I think it might have been New York. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're bringing the old guests, the old people back and sticking them in a new house and they're going to like to see how they are. And I'm like, that actually sounds kind of interesting. Funny that it's not on MTV. It's only on Paramount Plus. <laughs> so even they were like, fuck MTV. Like we're not. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people are trying to like avoid MTV at all costs because it's just garbage. But that's a show that I would watch. Yeah, it's not, uh, that. Yeah, I think it's out or it's coming out, but it's definitely uh, something that is in the works. You're like blowing my mind tonight with all this information that's making me genuinely happy. I mean, appreciate you. I have, I think, more free time on my hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, either way, I'm I'm very happy that you're telling me this stuff. So. I appreciate that. Uh, that could be part of our, our part of our, our, our weekly talk is me updating you on bullshit that doesn't matter. <laughs> and then a, a live reaction of me genuinely being like, what? So, <laughs> yes, I think that that'll work. So my number one is a Nickelodeon show, too. Do you have any idea what it could be? The, the only show that I saw on the list that's sticking out in my mind, Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, no, I should have picked that one. But this is the one that really, it was the year before. But this show, I'm telling you what, this show had a chokehold on my heart. And I don't know if it was just because of me wanting to be on it. Um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Hidden Temple, okay, okay, yeah. Like, okay, and that's the other thing that we need to touch on is game shows. They were so big in the 90s. Like uh, Double Dare, um, American Gladiators. Uh, oh my God, Press was, Your Luck. 
what was the one that had the it was the it had, i remember it had a uh it was a nickelodeon show and it had a like a big head and like you there was like answers and it was hosted by a really pretty blonde girl i was like in love with her as a child i i don't even remember what the name of it was called but and then i remember i visited the set you could that was like a thing you could do at like um i don't even know if they have nickelodeon studios at a uh, universal anymore but yeah because i remember that's what they had down there because i lived in orlando yep so i was like i, I need to be on the show uh what was that show I think her name was Summer, I want to say. Not the dude Summer, because I know there was a very famous man named Summer Mark who hosted Su- the show. Mark Summers. Mark Summers, yep. Yeah. Oh, there, my yeah. God. We got we to gotta find that one, because I can't remember that one. Gameshowwithhead.com. Oh, never mind. That's no. going to pull up some bad. Nope. Nope. nope we can't, can't air that one. That was nope. not a good episode. But, yeah, that that I looked. So... We can't air that one. <laughs> can't do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, but um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I looked, so I was looking up shows and I saw Friends because Friends came out in '94. It was definitely the number one like rated show on that like IMDb list, but I was like, I'm not a Friends person, and I, I, I'm not either. My mom, oh my god, she fucking loved Friends, so we had to watch that. And you know, I'm not gonna lie, there's times I'm like, wait, is Rachel with Ross? Is Chanandler Bing still getting his TV guy? Like, I knew some stuff, but I just, I'm not a friends person. I wasn't into that. Never did it for me. Um, No. But that's just like looking at shows in 94. I'm like, hmm. Hmm." It's sort of crazy to, it would be crazy to talk about 94 and shows that debuted and not even address it because I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm not one of those people who's like, fuck friends. Like it's just not for me. It, it, I, yeah. I, I, it is a good sitcom by all standards. It's just not my type of humor. No. And, and it, it was groundbreaking. You know what I mean? And the Rachel cut and everything that came with it. You know what I mean? Like, look, look at how, how big it is still, but I'm going with fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple. That shit was the bomb. And I can tell how much you were into it because I don't know how you are so theatrical sometimes. It's that was a mo- <laughs> it was like a play like with Macbeth. You got up to the camera and you said it encapsulated my heart, Sam. And, and I was like, and then I followed it up with Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I know I'm like shit. That's a really good choice, but no. It was a terrible choice. I fucking love Rocco's one. Nickelodeon. Oh, I love you. Oh, that I loved Nickelodeon. I miss Nickelodeon. Me too. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I am very Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, What was the the mountain's name? I don't remember. Big mountain guy. (laughs) I can't remember what his name was, but I. I think you're thinking of Tim Allen again. (laughs) (laughs) that was always cracking up my grandpa he you can never get that man to laugh and we'd watch it and he would do that and he'd be like in his chair (laughs) (laughs) cracking up i'm like good job to (laughs) melon all right back to the game show (laughs) yes so this is this is exciting i'm excited about this part the uh uh the musical we're now we're turning, so we're, we're stepping away from from TV shows, and now we're going into the, like the land of music. 
Okay. Uh, I think. Or no, are we not? Oh, are you done uh, with uh, the, the Legend of the Temple? Oh, yeah. I, I limited that to three because I could have literally picked this and this. I picked, yes. Well, I don't know. We, we, you barely talked about Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay. So to be on that show and to do the challenges and to be in like that type of setting, like that and American Gladiators. And I knew my ass would never be on American Gladiators ever, <laughs> ever. So <laughs> I, th- I, I think you're discounting yourself. I mean, I think the whole point of the show was that it was regular people versus, you know, I, I, I think at one point, uh, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger looking people. <laughs> All of them would scare the shit out of me. And when I was younger, I was, I was a lot bigger. So I knew I could not withhold uh, diamond and fucking sky holding myself up on a like I couldn't even climb a rope in gym class. I'm like, that ain't happening. So the legends you yeah. fight with that stick. You know, I, 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 that's all I'm doing, but you know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> that stick. And remember when they would do the the ball, the tennis ball, and they'd shoot you? Like oh, oh that I was thinking about like the, the weird thing at the end where you like had to like grab like a rocket launcher and like shoot the thing through the end. <laughs> I'm like, what does this have to do with being like physically fit? Like yeah. Fire, firing a fucking rocket like and watching these people like fucking tom cruise roll to the front so effortlessly i'm like what the fuck like <laughs> they should get people like me on there so i could just be like hey hey hey, hey and making weird noises and trying to distract them just <laughs> like is this That's person is this person okay because are they gonna actually hurt me i'd like shoot the gun off to to distract them and hit like an audience member and just fucking take off be like ah oh, just rip the padding off ah <laughs> she's she's done but no i just i don't even like remember a lot of the challenges but i think as a kid like that inner child that you just wanted to go and win you know what i mean like i i oh absolutely it was it looked like so much even if you were like if you could just go and play on the set yes like it would be like a super fucking cool like jungle gym basically (laughs) Pretty much. And I didn't even care if, like, the no-name temple dude talked. Like, I just wanted to physically do that. Like, that was something I want. I mean, and I was so close to it. Yeah, you you viably could have. (laughs) I know. Very sad. But, like, I feel like um, game shows and that type of stuff was my niche when I was younger. Definitely. I don't, I, I mean, I haven't turned on Nickelodeon in some time, but I don't know if they even have like game shows anymore. That used to be like, there always was some form of a game show that was the hot game show at that time. Like Legends of the Hidden Temple was one. There was yep. the, and I, it, I don't think this was Legends of the Hidden Temple. What was the one that when you would win, you like got like a piece of, it was like a big green rock that you like held above your head. Was that Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah. Was it? Okay. <laughs> There's another show though that you're that you're I think that we're talking about that maybe had a, an aspect of that too because I I know there was Double Dare and you had to yeah. do all those and you got gooed or gacked or whatever <laughs> like Tim Allen yeah well he definitely got gacked <laughs> but I'm trying to think of what else was on there for like TV shows no but I'm pretty sure like when at the end you had like the pieces and you had to like go get them from the set you need to do yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. and like crawl oh. through like a like a pie or something yes and supermarket sweep oh i love supermarket sweep 
I know I just showed that to my kid too. And she was like, what you get to, you get to go and grab all that stuff. I'm like, you have to get the cheeses, the hams, you have to get the most expensive products. You have to get the bonuses. And she was like fucking loving it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a simple show, but it's very fun. Yeah. Uh, I, if there's like a kind of a version of it that I like now that's put like a modern twist on it. Um, it's Guy Fieri and uh, it's called Guy's Grocery Games. It's like the same thing, but they've added that like you have to go get ingredients and then like cook a meal. Um, and it's still got the same chaos, though, that like that, that show has where they're all just like running like with their like chickens <laughs> with their heads cut off, you know, trying to grab like salami or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I love that show. I fucking it, love Guy Fieri Fieri. I don't know how to say it. I I I've, I always said Fury, and then I I've recently heard Fieri, and I'm like, I don't. Is he even fucking Italian? He looks Hawaiian. I don't know. Like Guy F, but that yeah. show is a total variation of it, and I like the whole cooking part because now everything's a cooking show, so it's the perfect merge of Supermarket Sweep and that. I, I agree. It's it's a good one, and I, I like Guy too. A lot of people give him shit, but uh, he helps out a lot. He's a good person. So. Yes, I think he he seems like a good dude. I didn't know that people gave him shit. Yeah, he gets a lot of shit from people just because I think it's like, oh, he dresses like an asshole or like, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's his thing. But he also like gives a shit ton of money to like uh, restaurant relief funds and like people in the end. He helps out a lot. So he's 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 good. And that's huge because like fu- pe- people not eating is a big thing. Like, that's awesome that he does that. And you know what? He's not even that. I mean, he never mind. I'm not going down that avenue. I'll tell you the last cool thing about uh uh about guy is mm-hmm. it diners dive-ins and drives I think it's if I'm correct it's 20% but it is a factual like when when he visits a restaurant for diners yeah. dive-ins and dives it sees like a permanent it like it's not like a spike and then goes down it's like a permanent like 20% increase in business because people are just like you know, and they rerun those shows constantly. So people are just constantly like, well, I got to go to fucking, you know, whatever. And I'm like, that's fucking cool that he can be on a show and like totally do that. And then be like, yeah, you want me to help this small business out forever? (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a couple places where we live that he's been to and it's no joke. Like their food, there's a place and it's a Polish restaurant. And not to say, but like I it never like Polish food didn't sound appealing to like I've had pierogies before. I know this is like a food tangent that's going to make me hungry. But my husband was like, let's go to this restaurant. And I'm like, fine. So I wanted like Mexican or whatever. What else? And we go and I have never been so happy with a meal. Like they had a, a, a beet salad, like a fresh beet salad. And then we had our pierogies, our potato pancakes and we had a lot of polish beer (laughs) that probably helped (laughs) so we were like buzzed and we walked out the kit we walked out and there was a screen door to the kitchen and there was all these polish grandmas like these little old women cooking their food and i was just like i i got emotional i'm like the grandmas are cooking the food and it was so good (laughs) (laughs) thank you guy thank you guy (laughs) It was the best experience, so I'm glad that I didn't snub the Polish food. But he went there, and he raved about it. Yeah, uh, I, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I've been to same experience I've had at some – not with the little old ladies uh, cooking, but I've been to restaurants he's reviewed, and it's pretty cool. Yep. Now I'm hungry. Now I want 
pierogies. Oh, last week we wanted hot dogs, so this week we. <laughs> we'll just start like a side food show. Yep, yep, and then whatever we talked about, we'll just it just we cut to us just eating it, like <laughs> not reviewing week, it. Just, just it just the the show ends with us just like eating a hot dog <laughs> silently. <laughs> Some people might be into that. I don't want to know. That. I don't want to know those people. <laughs> Oh, now I want a hot dog. Okay, anyway. So <laughs> now, now we will transition into the music part. And I was I am really excited to talk about music in the 90s because I love 90s music. I love 90s music as well. Um it was kind of hard to pick. Um I have picked three bands. Um mm-hmm. and uh and then just and I went by and I went by like what was big. I, 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 yes. so I was, and there's a lot that was big in the in 90s and in the early 90s. Um, it's pretty much all going to be grunge, <laughs> uh, for me. Yep, yep. Uh, but I'll just start. Uh, and I, yep. I went with band number three. Uh, I, I love this band, I love all these bands, but number three is going to be uh, um, The Offspring. Um, yes, The Offspring. Uh, that's and that's really when I prefer them is when they were more grunge than like pop punk which i still love pop punk but Mm -hmm. uh like this would be like around the self-esteem era um you know when he had the dreads and (laughs) that song Uh, i love that song it's still fucking great to this day i i just jammed it this weekend i was like i fucking love this song i don't care what anyone says and it's also it's one of those things that like what like i was going through and i was looking like you know what was the big bands in 94 and i was like fuck i'm like they have i mean i granted i know they they're not super big anymore as far as like hits but i'm like they were still putting out hits to like in like the late like 2010s i'm like they and they started all the way in 90 fucking four like they they were and they were able to change and adapt their style like to do more pop punky stuff and then when you know a little more metal was like they they did pretty good shit but 94 that that grunge shit was just fucking awesome it was perfect Oh, such a good year. When I was going through the albums too, I'm like, this is such a good year for music. Yeah. A hundred percent. Couldn't it, it, it's such a good, I mean, just a good decade of music. Totally. And I, I honestly, like I picked the stuff that I liked, so it's all going to be rock, but like yes. there's fucking good shit all across the board. I mean, mm-hmm. I was seeing like pop songs that I like, but I'm just like, I, you know, it's just not, if I'm playing something from the nineties, it's going to be a rock song. Absolutely. Um, Okay, number two, yes, is a band that I absolutely, uh, I really, the number two and number one are like it was easy for me, but uh, it is, uh, I didn't realize that this album came out around that time. Is uh, Bush, I love Bush, yes, uh, hold your jokes, you pervs. Uh, <laughs> I like Bush, yeah, <laughs> I love Bush, period. As you're eating- End of the sentence, <laughs> as you're eating the hot dog. <laughs> silently <laughs> uh this is around the time everything zen came out uh i just i really like i really like bush the band and uh <laughs> it's um i i don't know I, I just there's something about his voice that i've always really enjoyed um i especially for like this i don't want to say like self-deprecating type music but like you know a lot of his songs around that era were like about his heroin addiction yeah. Spoiler alert for my f- number one <laughs> pick. Big thing in the nineties. Uh <laughs> huge. So it was uh it just um 
like I don't know. It just it, it's I, I really I really enjoy, but you know, uh, come down is fucking great. Glycerine yeah. is uh, unbelievable. So good. Um, there's a fucking great live performance if you've never seen it. I recently found it. It's I don't even I don't even know what festival it was at, and I saw a comment that like literally broke my heart. It was like it was a live show of uh, them singing Glycerine to like. 10,000 people and yeah. like the, the number one rated comment on the video was and it was a great recording that's why I was listening to it because I was you know sometimes live videos suck yeah totally it was fucking great and then the comment was just broke my heart it was someone said that um uh like basically it was like like I never got to really get to know my mom because uh she died when I was real little but she said she uh Bush was your favorite band and she was at this show and I feel a little bit connected to her watching this and I was like oh I don't know if it's oh fucking god. true or not but like uh <laughs> oh my god uh, I was like that's that's uh that's heartbreaking <laughs> wow that just got like a a charge of my emotions with that comment yeah, well, yeah, yeah, especially like, you know, it's the internet. So usually it's like, you know, the first answer is like, Bush sucks my fart hole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Gavin Rosdale. Fuck him. Yeah. 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 Why, why, why'd they name their, why'd they name their band Bush? That's dumb. <laughs> coming from Kid Rock. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, Just kidding. Yeah. Well, it'd be more likely coming from like, you know, f you know, Fartbox 94 on, you know, <laughs> YouTube or whatever. But, uh, I, I really enjoy Bush. I think they're just really good. Uh, they're my second favorite 90s grunge band, only second to the one I'm about to say. Uh, my favorite 90s band and my favorite grunge band, period, and one of my favorite bands, period, is the Stone Temple Pilots. Fuck yes. And uh, in 94, both Vaseline and Interstate Love Song came out, which are just like perfection music far, to your ears yeah uh similar in that grungy dep depressing sort of music that just somehow makes you feel good um and then uh unfortunately uh for uh stone temple pilots um scott wyland didn't beat his heroin addiction like gavin rosdale did but uh just a fucking great band and i i genuinely think scott is in my personal opinion, I think he's the best singer that, that ever lived in my gen in my lifetime. He was an amazing artist. I will agree. Yeah. Those, those are my picks. Amazing picks. So when I was like eight, I had the, my neighbor was uh, one of my close friends and his sister was 16. So she was like into everything that was cool that I wanted to that I liked, but I couldn't because of like my grandparents because they were very like old and you know like i couldn't listen to certain things but i did anyway and she, those were some of her <laughs> those were some of her favorite bands and i'd go over and listen to like them uh i got into no doubt because i mean and no doubt was like a huge part of my life but but gavin and and her and because bush went on tour with them and i saw the tragic kingdom tour and I get it. The whole relationship that they had. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I love that. That's part of like, you know. I think it also helps when you, I, I have like a specific memory connection, um, not just to the band themselves, but like, I distinctly remember like, so my uncle through marriage, um, uh, my uncle Doug, uh, mm -hmm. he, he 
I don't even know how. I guess he just I was really into like rock, but I was into like hard fucking rock, like you know, middle schoolers were. And I still love this okay. shit. I'm not talking talking down on it, but like I was into like slipknot and mud vein and mm-hmm. and all and and I love that shit still to this day, but like not what I would call a little more sophisticated music. Now, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dickhead, but um and he was like hey man he's like i think you might like this album and he gave me uh the stone temple pilots their first album he's like i love this band he's like i think you might like them and i you know and i was like well you know whatever and then i listened to it and then like by the time the next time i saw my uncle i was like i have all their albums now (laughs) like yeah it's i'm just i I can't just i think having that like connection uh is, is it helps like my love for the band Yes. And it's like those, like, cause that's when we were like being introduced, like, you know what I mean? Like we knew, like I knew mainstream, mainstream stuff from the, the uh, radio, like Celine Dion, all for one, like all the big seal, like all the big pop stuff in the nineties. But then you get to the people that had like the, the different tastes in music and experiencing something for the first time, like music, it's life-changing. Absolutely. I mean, you know? there's, there's, there's albums that I think, change all of our lives and for different reasons i mean somebody out there and i i recently what i recently see that meme that was going around and it was like uh you know every day since 1997 this song goes through my head and it's the f you and me baby ain't nothing but yes yes and i love the bloodhound gang but to somebody out there that album's probably life-changing and yeah okay I'm going to do this real quick. Just be, oh, I don't know if I can. Where is it? I thought oh, you were going to be like my number one pick, the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> well, I mean, they would be for 94, but you say that. Fantastic. That's I got, awesome. I got this for Christmas and I cried. Really? Oh. I fucking cried like 25th anniversary because Bloodhound Gang is one of my all time favorites. And that meme that you're talking about, I saw that. I love that I just picked them out of the blue. I had no idea that, like, I mean, I love the Bloodhound Gang. I just, I didn't know that they were, like, one of your, like, I tried to pick, like, an obscure comedy band, and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> you're like, Sam, I'm that person. That's Hold me. on. That's you're me. describing me. <laughs> I, I don't, like, and that song was amazing, but, like, their old stuff is just amazing. And I shared that meme What's and the loop first it on fire fire watch or whatever the fuck it is their first uh hit. one fierce beer coaster was the album and fire water burn fire water burn. that's what i'm thinking of yes yes and uh like and even like when um oh my god daddy long legs was in the band and it was use your fingers and i should not have had that album and i totally did <laughs> yeah that's that was probably not a, an appropriate one not very wise but like so i shared that in lupus because i talked to him Really? And that's like, yeah, like we're friends. He follows me on my personal page and then he follows the podcast page. I think that he follows our page. That's fucking awesome. And he is the nicest fucking dude. And I told him, I'm like, you know, when I was younger, I voted for you on TRL. You voted. You actually did a vote on TRL. I had to call and I voted for the bad touch to beat out NSYNC and Britney Spears and Eminem what? and all that. Yeah. Well, you, you made the right choice. That is the Thank correct you. choice. I just, I've, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever met someone. And I, I 
not that I'm like asking regularly, but I, 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 it never even occurred to me to like vote on TRL or anything. I was just like, uh, like now you can open up your phone and just click a button. But like back then you had to call in. I was like, fuck that. I ain't doing that. Like, and the, and the lines like were open a certain amount of time and it was after school and they came out with that. And I was like, dude, they have to be number one because how could them beating out boy pop bands? And I, I saw them. I know this is a tangent, but I saw them in Orlando. I I love this tangent because, again, no disrespect. I love the Bloodhound Gang. I was just picking them because, you know, again, more like just kind of not – it's just comedy. It's comedy rock. Rap. Right. It's It exists in its own plane of existence. I don't really know what to call it. But I just picked them for that reason, and I love that just out of nowhere you're like, you just fucking described me. That is fucking <laughs> awesome. So – uh, I love this tangent. Go on it, and I want to hear every <laughs> single piece of this. So, okay, real quick. So my introduction to the Bloodhound game, because they came out a long time ago, and I was young. We went to Florida, and this group of, I think they were uh, juniors, and I was a freshman, maybe. We went to Florida with a group of our uh, friends, my my mom's friends, and I got wasted for the first time. Like, wasted, wasted on screwdrivers. And we were cruising around Florida listening to one fierce spear coaster and uh, lift your head up high and blow your brains out was on there. And I know that's a horrible title and I, I hate saying it because it's, I get it, but I loved it. And I was like, who is this? And they're like bloodhound gang. So I listened to the whole firewater burn boom with the uh, vanilla ice. Cause he was on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I fell in love with them. So fast forward to 2000, whatever, when they came out with Bad Touch. And that was like, well, a phenomenon. Like people loved it. So we were at Universal and they were playing the hard rock. And that was back in the day when you didn't have cell phones to see who was coming and who was going to be playing. So we're walking into Islands and I look up on the marquee at the hard rock and I was like, the fucking Blood Out Gang's playing! freaking out beg my mom to go i'm like please can i go i think it was like 13 or 14 or something and we bought tickets at the box office it was in the middle of the day and i went in to look at the front door and i see this like tall silhouette and this short silhouette and i could see like a backwards hat and it was jimmy pop and evil or uh, evil jared they That's walked awesome. they walked out and i had the biggest crush on jimmy pop I, yeah, everyone has lead singer syndrome, right? Oh my god! And he's such a tool, like he's such a dork. But I was, I thought he was like amazing. And he came out and he was like, "Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh hi." And Evil Jared starts hitting on my mom. Just like, <laughs> it's like wife beater in his fucking skinny black pants, and I think he like reeked of Jaeger, and he was like walking up to my mom and he's talking to her, and I'm like is evil Jared hitting on my mom? <laughs> that's no mom. That's awesome. And it was, it was so cool. Cause I went back later that night to take my little stepbrother and it was one of the best concerts I've been to, but they came out doing the bad touch, but they dress like NSYNC. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cause okay. like if you watch their old videos, they do like this little breakdown part and they dance like uh boy bands and they did that. And it was just like the epitome of like that time. Cause well, Thank God they didn't wear the monkey suit every because imagine if they set that precedent where they're like, every time we play this song, we're going to be wearing a goddamn monkey suit. Like (laughs) that would be stinky. Yeah, they would be miserable. (laughs) 
Oh, it's all on that tangent, but but Bloodhound Gang, I just they're awesome. I uh I I, like I listened to them like I never owned any of their albums. I just listened to like the stuff my friends were really into. I I think if I recall, I think it was them. I remember back when I used to be on the Brad's Devil's Lettuce. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, oh. Uh, there, there was a uh, a video that I think it was them, and I don't remember what the song was, but I just remember it's like three dudes sitting around playing video games with an actual Pac-Man, like Pac-Man, but he's like, like it's just a guy in a suit, and then they're just like, Pac-Man, don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. He's like, shut the fuck up, you little bitch. Like, and like he's like, do you want drugs to get you high? And I just remember, I don't even know if it's Bloodhound Gang or not, but I just, I remember just sitting there also (laughs) on my couch high, and I was like, this is the television at its fucking peak. (laughs) Okay, so that song, (laughs) dude, I love that you just said all of that because he's like, hey, Pac-Man, what's up? He's like. Me, you bitches, I'm high yeah. up crack. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but I remember just we, we used to watch it and just laugh and laugh and laugh. Oh my so my uh, kid, she loves that song. Of course. Go figure. Because <laughs> she thinks Pac-Man's awesome, but at the end, it's like Homer, you know, and he's holy, no, holy macaroni. macaroni. <laughs> yeah. She thinks it's the best. Oh my <laughs> that impression of Pac-Man. <laughs> It's all I remember. And it's so I mean I should watch the video after I'm on vacation. I'm gonna get fucked up. Fuck it. Uh, you should. Oh, this is good stuff. Oh, I love it. Um man, I fucking, that just made me really happy talking about them. So, but they're for 94, they're not on my list, sadly. Um I, yeah, I don't know if they were around in 94. <laughs> like I know. I I should have looked, but I don't I think that might have been like I think late nineties. Close closer to it i would say like 97 98 probably um so my number three is uh beastie boys ill communication fuck yes dude that sabotage video and that's uh, appreciate this is where mtv like totally came into my life because watching that video and then watching them perform at the vmas Mm -hmm. i was like holy fuck so and that i mean uh, Biggie, he was out in 94 and Ready to Die came out. And I loved rap music, but I also loved rock, grunge. So it was like two, but like that album is fucking iconic. And it was life-changing for me. I in, yes. so agree. So agree. I love the Beastie Boys. I came into the Beastie Boys late in life too. I I, I like, I thought the Sabotage video was great. I thought Intergalactic yep. was great, oh, great yes. as... It wasn't something like I really like, you know, it was, I don't know, I was in college and I was just like farting around on YouTube or something. And then I just went down a rabbit hole and I was like, holy shit, these guys are like fucking awesome. Yeah. And I recently, like within the last week, I watched this like online documentary It and it kind of did what we're doing. And it, they literally went through from 1990 to 2000. Yeah. And every year in the 90s, the they picked like what album they thought or what album or what band like defined that year. And they got to 94 and they said, we're kind of cheating here because everyone knows it's Nirvana. They're like, but everyone knows that. So we're kind of doing secondary pick because otherwise we're just wasting your time talking about Nirvana. Cause not, you know, cause, cause Nirvana is that big, you know, they like, we did a whole other separate documentary on Nirvana. Go watch that. 
they picked <laughs> please they, they picked the beastie boys and i was like yeah and i watched it and i'm like yeah like holy shit you know they're like think about like what they did like they as far as what they did for rap in general like they really were one of the ones to open that door to make basically make white parents from suburbia okay with their parents with their kids listening to rap music because oh well now they're those are just fine upstanding upstanding gentlemen you know like, you know yes. all the all the let's just be clear what it was back then was racism but yes, <laughs> but, yes very much so but like they they were one of the ones who really kind of opened that door and then really were one of the ones who started to who did the whole fusion of rap and rock and 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 comedy and all this other sh- basically what we just talked about with the bloodhound gang just a little bit more serious <laughs> yes and like the the rapping capabilities like they're fucking some of the best lyrical and like performing rap artists ever and i'm so sad that i never got to see them live because i've heard people talk about that and i'm like even like their vma performance of intergalactic and sabotage and just the theatrics and how it's like perfect like that trio for them to exist and to for me to exist in that time period and see it is like crazy yeah my buddy saw him at a festival like i, I think on their last festival if i'm correct um and he's like you know he always invited me but i'm like i fucking hate festivals i'm like uh because there's just too many people and they're expensive and all the fucking everything sucks and i'm like god damn it, i wish i'd went <laughs> like you know I, just, <laughs> like <laughs> I know. I, I wish I was old enough to go because I was shut down a lot. I had opportunities to go, not when I was eight, but I had opportunities to go when I was a little bit older, but I got shut down. Well, they played, uh, I mean, what they were doing, I think they did Lollapalooza, which obviously is not near you. So I understand the, the difference, but like- yeah, but. But, like, back in the day, people traveled to go to to this stuff. Like, yeah. my neighbor, the one I was talking about, she went to so many shows. And she's like, I mean, I'll take you. But you – and she knew my grandparents. She's like, yeah, I have to talk to Nana. I'm like, well, that ain't fucking happening. Because yeah, Nana – God damn you, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. I love her so much. I miss her. But she was – like, she, at that time, was a no-go. Later on, when I got older, like, I always had to wear my sleeves like this because she couldn't see my tattoos. Oh, you had to. It's one. I, I get you. I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know some people that are still like that. Like, I have a friend that to this day, he's actually a year older than me. He still hides his, his tattoos from his parents. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I know. How, like, how, I mean, I get it because I've had to do it, but how shitty that you have, like, you know. I don't think he, well, in his case, I just genuinely think he doesn't, he doesn't need to it just he doesn't want to have he doesn't want to have that conversation and i'm just like it, what, what what are they gonna do fucking ground you like <laughs> <laughs> i know and that but it's terrifying like when you're like i was scared of my grandma i i defied my mom a lot but her i was like eh, eh, ain't fucking around that um the next one is uh, and he such a staple for me and like my music and my music taste and I pass it down to my daughter but uh Weezer Buddy Holly yep, yep. like that video because I knew Happy Days and I knew the Fonz because of 
you know, like my mom and my grandparents, but such a fucking heavy song. And I know some people are like, no, it's not really. But like, I just, I love Buddy Holly. I love uh, Surf Wax USA. My name is Jonas. Like such a, I fucking love Weezer. I never got into them very much. Uh, I, I really like Hashpipe. I think Hashpipe is a great song. Yes. Yes. Um, but I never really got into them. But like, I know so many of their songs and i'll be honest with you when it, you'll learn this with me i'm terrible when it comes to with movies i can be like it's that actor it's that director it's that when it comes to music i'm like i don't know what song this is what album it is and i don't know what decade it came out in like, <laughs> um but i would say at this point i think i could sing if, if you started playing a weezer song i'd be like i know it uh, back when my band days and stuff one of a, a couple of my buddies were really into weezer yeah. and like so every show we'd go to they'd be playing weezer songs and i'm like oh yep i know this one like this is the, <laughs> i can sing along to if you want to destroy my sweater <laughs> i fucking love it and they're like rivers went through some tough shit when he was on like uh pain meds like he was on pills and we saw them with panic at the disco because i was like the, the first time i saw them and he, they sucked it, it it really made me sad because panic sucked? sucked weezer sucked oh. not panic panic's doing bohemian bohemian rap city he does a backflip off the piano the two like my husband and his best friend who are i hate their music snobs let's be real they're all like perf but when they played that they were like holy like flabbergasted how good panic was and how good that performance was i think brendan yuri as far as modern singers i mean i granted i know he just retired um yes. uh and broke the band up which is one person um <laughs> but uh he uh i think he might genuinely be um the best singer alive today he's amazing and i i see that but i thought that pairing was going to be fantastic and it wasn't it wasn't so good and then we saw them i think two years when he got clean and it was they just came out with the teal album so they did like uh take on me mr blue sky like awesome covers and i remember rivers came through because we're at amphitheater he came back he, or he came through on a on a sailboat singing take on me acapella <laughs> that's cool i had like goosebumps because he sounded so good in the whole like everyone was singing it and i'm just like my little eight-year-old self being like rivers like, question so for you. yes are they and i think they are but this will play into me not knowing anything about music band names and songs i just don't pay attention to that shit are they also <laughs> the ones who sing and i'm going to describe and i'm going to sing this song and by sing it meaning i'm going to make noises and hope you just know what i'm talking about are they okay. also the ones who sing the song that was in like every like mid 90s late 90s uh maybe early 2000 no early 2000s like movie that was like a love song and it was like yep yep Yes, Island yeah. is not. <laughs> that's the one. Yes, that's it. I like all I do is yep, yep, hip, hip, man, and it's the guitar. It was an out cold. Remember yeah, out cold? That's exactly the movie I was thinking of because it's yes. the basis of the fucking movie. I fucking and that's I when they had because I love out cold. I do out cold well. is one of my all time favorites. But when they had that playing, I was like, yes. But yeah, that's I one of my favorite. It was literally the movie in my head, and I, I'm glad you you thought of that. All right, cool. I also thought, like, I went to American Pie, because I feel like they were in, like, American Pie movies, too. American Pie, I, I, I love it. And they might have been. I know yeah. Sum 41 was the big song in at least the second one. I remember that. Yes, but no, Weezer's just, I don't know. 
they're an acquired taste, but that was very, uh, I don't want to say life-changing, but listening to that album with my friend, I was just like, who? And then the music video. So that was a staple of 94. And my number one is cheesy and it's obvious, but it was uh green day dookie. I saw it on there. I mean, how could it, I, I figured it had to be on one of our lists. So Yes. And my, my, my grandparents hated green day. I think they heard uh, basket case once. And she was like, they talking about uh, being stoned or this and that. Cause I had, a, I bought a cassette tape and my grandma heard it and she was just like, no. So I, I hid my tapes from her, <laughs> my fucking cassette tapes. Cause <laughs> CDs weren't like a huge thing back then, but I love Green Day. I mean, I'm not such a huge fan now. Like, I don't really like the Boulevard of Broken Dreams and all that nonsense, but I like old. Um, old old Green, Day. Green Day. Yes. I, so I, I like Green Day. I like the hits. Like, I, and um, they've got some stuff that I think is like underrated. Like, uh, was it Blood and, is it one called Sex and Blood? I think it's called. I really Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, they got some underrated ones. I'm not a huge Green Day fan, and like I don't, they're not a go to for me. And I think it's just, but I respect the fuck out of them because here's the right. thing: my favorite music genre of all time is what followed Green Day. It's it's like again, like how it, I said weirdly, uh, Woody the toy ran because <laughs> uh, Chucky okay. walked. I mean, I, I think that you know, fucking Green Day walked so that blink could exist and i blink is when i got really into like pop punk like a lot of people did yeah. and pop punk and that kind of emo-y screamo-y music that followed that's yeah. like my core music so and i look at green day as like they're the the forefathers of that they really are what what's what and then probably before that stiff little fingers but like yeah. the green day really put that type of music on the fucking map to the masses and and it was just like when they came out with uh when i come around just all of it and again it was so it was so heavily influenced by mtv because i'd sit and watch mtv like o over the summer and just watch like fucking hole tracy bonham um just like all of them and it's funny too because i went back to look at the list and there's bands that i listen to now that i didn't even know existed back then oh yeah for sure you probably like, looked at a similar list that i did yeah yeah, like Ween, Chocolate and Cheese came out, and Ween is like one of my all-time favorite bands. Meat Puppets, Mud Honey, like all these and stuff that I listen to now that I'm just like, I didn't even really know back then. You didn't even know it was there. Yeah, yeah, that because it, it was just because that was like, I don't, know, I don't know if it's fair to say indie, but it was like alternative, like Dinosaur Junior. Well, isn't it? I think it would be fair to say, and uh, unless. I think unless you're like just like the the coolest one of the coolest people on the planet, or a liar, not you. I'm saying the ge the general person here. Yeah, that when you're like probably till you're about 13 or 14, maybe even 15, you're probably listening to whatever's the most popular thing out at the time. It yep. may be like I'm more of a rock person. I may be more of a rap person, or I'm more of a you know a 
like a, a pop person, but you're probably listening to whatever is the mainstream of that. I think once you turn like 16, 17 and then beyond is when you start like getting into like the niche stuff. Like, yes, your acquired taste. Again, like, again, I like, I love like, okay, Blink-182 was like my in on like, you know, punk rock. But then yeah. like, you know, as like I said, I, I went back and I'm like, oh, st- like stiff little fingers. Like, you know, they weren't anybody like the buzzcocks, you know, like all this shit that like, just, I think that you, again, unless you're a fucking liar, you probably, <laughs> there's some, there's some entry level. There's, there's a, there's a gateway drug of music that you went through and it probably was something that was playing on MTV or the radio at that time. Yes. And like, and the evolution of it, like, the next year after 94 was uh, uh, Tragic Kingdom came out and I I was obsessed with No Doubt, Sublime. And then I got into like my ska phase and Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake and Mighty Mighty Boston's. And I got, got introduced to that realm of music, you know, which was kind of popular, I guess. But it was more, uh, I don't want to say mainstream, but you saw it in like teen movies. Yeah, it, I, it had its moment, like because there was yeah it had it was it was a mo a moment thing like it wasn't super mainstream it, but it was a little bit mainstream yes, yes i mean there, yes. there was a time when everybody and I, I hate this band name but there was a time frame when swing music came back and everybody knew who the cherry popping daddies were fucking awful band name but like <laughs> they were big for like a year and a half mm-hmm. like you know, around the same time frame that we're, I mean, not very long after what we're talking about right here, by the way. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because like all the other weird music that emerged, like fucking not weird. And I don't want to say that because I don't want to, but like Prodigy, when they came out, I fucking loved Prodigy. And it was, I just had such a obscure taste in music, but I feel like being introduced to like Beastie Boys, Green Day, Stone Temple Pilots, um, like those bands like you said, were this like gateway to endless possibilities of music. Yeah, I think definitely. It's, uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I just I love to I could talk about 90s. We could do a whole episode on just 90s music because I fucking love it. Add it to the list. We will. We'll, conti- <laughs> we'll continue with that one. Oh, I like the next question, though. Um, So following the music, we're uh, dipping into like crush like who did you start to think was cute in 94 this was the hardest question that i have um because again i was six i know um (laughs) i don't recall any crushes that i had back then and also like it's like i'm trying to like i try to like go back and like look through a list of movies but i'm like i don't i don't really know so I kind of had to just go with what I my gut felt like. What did I love at six years old? And yep. sadly, it's a thing I love today still, but whatever. Uh, I was really into pro wrestling. Yes. Still am today to a lesser degree. Uh, and the pick I'm having for any pro wrestling fan out there, they're probably, a lot of them are probably about to go like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, her name, and this is because in, 93 94 when she came in she had a very different look than she did about two years later uh her name was luna vashan and i got a picture here because i know you're not a wrestling fan this is her when she came into the company um that's her on the right to be clear not the one on the left that's a man (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, she had like a punk rock look. She had like she drew the shit on like to look like lightning bolts on her face. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Dom thing. I mean, not maybe I was into it at six. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> she was just really, really. I thought she was beautiful. She was cool looking. Uh, she was tough too. like her character, especially in that era of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was basically nothing. They didn't let the girls do anything. Uh, and then what she kind of became was she went the other direction and she like became like a monster. Like she got herself like just jacked and then like and, <laughs> and then like like started shaving her head and like looking like like as crazy as she could. But she was still fucking awesome. Didn't have as much of a crush on her then. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that like when she, her 93, 94, when she first came in. It was probably the closest thing I would say I had I could have to a crush uh, as a as a kid is really all I could say. And I I, I guess I should have put more thought into that question because I thought the same thing. I'm like, holy shit! I was eight, and I know Sam's younger than me, so like he's like a crush probably wasn't a thing at our age. So maybe like who we go back and think of cute now, but like, and it's hard because it's like, well, it's a whole like year, and then like because. In the 90s, when I first heard that, my first go-to thing is like, I'm like, Topanga. But right. I'm like, I've already talked about Topanga. And yeah. I asked, so I'm like, I don't want to talk about Topanga again. Um, right. So I was like, let me think a little bit outside the box. And I was like, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm like, what wrestlers were there in the 90s? And there was like five women's wrestlers in the 90s. That was it. <laughs> and- I'm not going to lie. When you said that, I was thinking, and I could be completely wrong because I don't know, but China. No, she showed up uh, uh, a little later. That would have been like uh, 90, 90, maybe the end of 95, 96. Okay. At least I know like she was in that vicinity of time. But And you know, when I was younger, my best friend, her, her and her brother were into wrestling. So I like, I knew I would watch it with them. I was totally you know, whatever you're into, I'm going to support and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. And uh, oh my God. Who was like big wrestlers back then? In the like nineties, yeah. Um, Stone Cold, Stone Cold would have been like the biggest. Yeah. The Rock, Triple H, Triple H. Mid- oh my god! <laughs> Listening to them talk about it fucking killed me because like her brother h- hated this one and they'd fucking go at it. <laughs> it's just like Melissa, and it was just so funny to watch, and I loved it. It isn't. It's a wrestling fandom is a whole nother world, somewhat an awful world, because I think it might genuinely be the most awful, like at least Internet awful, uh, like group of people because they're just horrible to each other. Yeah. Um, But I will say, like, in a funny way, if you hear like wrestling fans talk and you don't know what wrestling is like uh, my partner uh, has watched me. I used to do a podcast about wrestling and she's like, I would listen to you guys like while you you know i'd come downstairs and she'd be like it's like you guys are speaking another fucking language (laughs) because it's a lot of it is like carnival speak like Mm -hmm. it's it's weird and it it is very it is very like like you said you're like what the fuck are you guys talking about (laughs) like and i like at that time i knew like i i knew like the beef like who had beef with who and because i spent so much time there and vice like she spent so much time with me you pick up you pick up on things yes and i knew like not to say this and i knew like you know, we're doing something like some sort of motion was like their thing. <laughs> just, yeah, that, that, that was the uh, that was the, the, the suck it motion. Uh, yeah, I would just randomly do it. I'd be sitting there and be like, yeah. oh, 
Maguire, Which, whatever. That would have been a late '90s thing, uh, where every little kid got in trouble for. Because in the late '90s, every little kid was going around school, and it's like was just telling people to suck it, and it's like a you know a, a nine-year-old kid like just walking around. Going, <laughs> the parents are like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, it was. But, and and Austin was giving everybody the finger. It was a good time to be a fan, but probably not a great time to be a parent. Uh, no. <laughs> no, they watched it upstairs a lot too because their parents were like, uh, "No." Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would be your '94 crush? So I had to put some thought into this because I wasn't like a JTT fan or anything like that, but I felt like the the one that I felt the most like hmm, like you said like just uh, Devin Sawa because he was in Little Giants, um, Casper. Um, I'm trying to think what else was big back in the '90s for him. He had some we're missing. Yeah, but he, he's just like the typical blonde, but not really like the typical blonde because he kind of had like an edge to him. But then he was like the nice guy, but he was still edgy. So I loved him in Little Giants. Oh, he's great in Little Giants. I mean, I, I like I love him now. He's one of my favorite followers on Twitter now to this day. Yeah, and he, I, I love him. To this day, I think he's fucking hilarious. And then, I mean, as I grew up, he had idle hands, you know, and he started to Final Destination blossom into that horror hunk for me. So he's a small part in it. But if you've ever seen SLC Punk. Yes. I yes. love him. I love him in that. Uh, actually, I very much wanted to have his hair in that movie when I was a kid in fucking possible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you know, if you've never seen the movie, for those listening, I mean, like when I when I say like Liberty Spikes, but I mean Liberty Spikes that like I don't know were three stories tall. Like it was fucking <laughs> crazy. Like the higher the hair, the yeah. more like you fucking just. And that's yeah. the other thing that I miss about the '90s is the fucking style. I miss all of it. The the fucking bowl cuts. Oh, we're well, we, we're gonna get to that. I think right. Oh, we are, and I cannot wait. But yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was my only one that I really. Thought. I mean, I did have a crush on Rivers. I thought he was just super cute and like dorky. And I've said it before, but I always like river, like river, Phoenix. river, uh, no rivers Cuomo from Weezer. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what it is, but he's short and had his glasses and he was nerdy. Cause I, again, I've said it before. I, I didn't like, like the jockey blonde, like Leo JTT, Andrew yeah. Keegan type dude. I wanted like the nerdy guy. You and I, Yes. You, you would have been like Team Ducky over Team Jake the uh, Jock. I fucking love Ducky. Yes. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Well, everyone is. And, I, and by the way, that movie, I still argue that that movie has the most fucked up ending ever because she should have ended up with Ducky at the end of the movie. Totally. And it, it breaks my heart. It's like a Randy Sid moment all over again. You know that I've heard on that too, that they actually did film it, that it was supposed to be Ducky. And really? that... This is what I heard. I was listening to a podcast years ago, so I'm paraphrasing, but mm -hmm. I was listening to it and they were saying that they filmed it with Ducky and then they did a test screening and they showed it to like 12 and 13 year old girls and like specifically. And then like the 12 and 13 year old girls were like, no, like we want him to be with like the, 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 the hunk. The hunk is who he needs to be with because they just, you know, they don't want to be with a nerd at 12 or 13 or whatever. And mm -hmm. then they, they went back and reshot it and put it so that she ends up with Jake, thus fucking the whole movie up forever. 
That's what I heard. I don't know if that's real or not, but I'm like that. That tracks for me. That makes sense because the whole it does. Movie, it's leading up to her being with Ducky. Like, God, and that, I know, and like the the whole dance scene is all of it. It's just like you want that moment, and you get fucking nothing. Yep, I believe it so, too. I believe that that probably was the thing, but you know. That's just me. I mean, some some people might have wanted like the the popular hot girl or like the heartthrob, but I was just like, make me laugh. Tell yeah. me some like be smart, be interesting. Can you play an instrument? Like, can you like that's the that's those. That I for think me. that that's I think that's the the majority of people, honestly, because I think because here's the reality of it: the majority of people weren't the jock in high school or the 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 the, the cool you know queen bee or whatever the majority of people were regular people or even you know outcasts or quote-unquote losers or whatever i think people most people are going to gravitate towards someone that they can relate to as opposed yes. to like well fuck this guy like i this guy gets i i know this guy he he goes to my school he went to my school and he was a fucking dick bag like you know like <laughs> I, I, I like i think that more people would relate to the, the the nerd or the 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 quieter person than than the um than the the jock and the and the hot chick. It's true, and I and I miss that era of movies. The whole, but again, that's another that's another episode that we can like, go off on tangents about. I like when movies. Uh, well, well, never mind. All right. <laughs> I mean, we can. I'm not. I'm not. I was regulating the episode. I like when movies. Uh, subvert that a little bit like when they shouldn't do that but they do like i recently re-watched re cabin in the woods yes and it so plays on that with like i'm inherently like i'm watching this movie like i'm like i'm supposed to hate thor in this movie and then i'm like actually <laughs> wait thor's really cool and he's a nice person and he's good to all his friends but then they you know with the gimmick you know like well we got to make him a dumbass so then they hit him with like the spray or whatever and then he's like yep. oh all right now i gotta go be an idiot like it's <laughs> like i like when they subvert your expectations in that way like you know i totally. I, I don't i don't hate him just because he's a jock i hate him you know because they usually write that character like a fucking asshole <laughs> like it's true like justin long in barbarian exactly yes yeah fucking barbarian oh now this is a fun one this is one that's going to make me hungry yet again. But um, what were your like favorite snacks in the nineties? Uh, all right. So we did, I, I wrote three just cause that's what we, we did here. Yep. Um, and number three, I wrote, it's not my favorite snack. I don't even like this, but I just think that if we're going with the nineties around this time frame, we would be remiss to not mention Butterfingers because of their connection with Bart Simpson, that candy bar was Absolutely. everywhere. I remember that. That was it was everywhere, and that, that I swear to God, I think it's a terrible fucking candy bar. Get stuck. <gasps> to, I hate it. I do. I hate it. It gets stuck to your teeth. It's gross. I don't like it. It's <laughs> it's 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 like it's like eating pure molasses. I don't know, but I will say I probably ate five hundred of them when I was a big Simpsons fan. <laughs> Because Bart, what's your favorite candy bar? Uh, that's just where I'm probably not going to help myself because I'm an, it's an old man candy bar. Wait, uh, let me get okay. No, nope. oh no, no, go for it. Regular Hershey, no, okay, okay. Uh, my, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite candy bar is a payday. Oh, 
Fuck yeah, paydays. Mm, those are yeah. that's my second favorite, but my first one's a Butterfinger. But oh, it is okay. So you're all right. Well, I love Butterfingers. That, that's fine. I'm not going to shame anyone. You're the one <laughs> keeping them in business now that they've lost the Bard <laughs> Association. Uh, but I figured I, I was just like '90s candy bar Simpsons. What's more Simpsons? What's more '90s than Simpsons? Like, granted, I know they're still going on today, but they were the best in the '90s. Oh yeah. Uh, number two is a candy that I still like very much today, but I feel like it really became a thing in the '90s around this mm-hmm. time frame, which was Warheads. Oh, fucking love Warheads! Yeah, I am a I'm a big sour person. I like sour beer. I like like sour is just like like I can't do spicy anymore because I have I'm getting older and this you know I've destroyed my insides with spicy food already <laughs> so I go the other way and like uh, about once a year I order just a fucking big bag of uh, warheads and um, yeah. it, it'll last you like months but I just love it especially if you've never had one before because I don't need they're not readily available I don't see them in stores I have to order them off like Amazon I see them in like random bodega type stores where exactly. I live yeah, you, and you, I'm like it's never like at a target or like something <laughs> no uh, but it was always fun in the 90s because especially if you've never had one before, you know, you give one to your friend and go, oh, no, it's just candy. Don't worry. And then just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that moment when they realize and you're just like, yeah, Got you. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I just had 10 of them and now my tongue hurts, but I'm I'm happy. You know? um, all right. And then my number one go to 90s, 94. I ate this a ton. Honestly, still eat them to this day every now and then. And I know it's basic, but I love a fucking Lunchable. I love a Lunchable. (laughs) Lunchable. Oh, my God. Lunchables were like the cool kid food, I feel like, at least in my school. Like when you got if you brought a Lunchable, everyone was like, oh, shit, I wish I had a fucking Lunchable. Like I got (laughs) peanut butter sandwich I want. And it's crackers, cheese and meat. It's a fucking deli platter. Like it's so simple. But like I'm just like, that's that's what I want. Now, I I literally if, if they're on sale, you buy 10 of them for 10 bucks. I'll eat like two of them for a meal, but yeah. <laughs> My kid is obsessed with Lunchables, but I, it's like a, a an adult charcuterie board. It, it, it's exactly what it is. And you get and a little, uh, you get a little, a little Nestle crunch bar. And, a, and if you get the good one, you get the Capri Sun too. But now they're like all fancy because they have like nachos and they have pizza. No, I don't like those ones. The pizza Wait. one is disgusting. That's what that's what she gets all the time. She thinks it's the best thing ever. She's like, "Mom, I'm gonna bring my." I'm like, "You're gonna eat the fucking pizza cold." That's what I'm saying. Like, I it's not pizza. It's 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 a soft crack. It's not a. It's like a soft thing. You put cold fucking marinara sauce on it and like five pieces of sprinkled cheese. That's disgusting. I but but the meat and cheese one, fucking great. Turkey, give me ham. Give me yes. And didn't they used to wait? Did they used to come with Capri Suns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to come with Capri Suns. I, I think there's, at least from what I've seen, at least at the grocery store I go to, because I only buy them when they're on sale. They, they yeah. will go on sale for 10 for 10. Um, oh, yeah. there, there's like two versions of them. There's a version without a drink that's cheaper. Yeah. And then there's like a like a bigger version that comes with like a little, I don't think it's a Capri Sun anymore. I think it's just like a generic juice box. But there's Something like a, like that, yeah. it's like a bigger, more expensive one. But I'm like, hey, man, I'm fucking in my 30s now. I can afford, I can get my own Capri Sun, all right? <laughs> I got this. This is on my own, and I get my own full size candy bar. Yeah. Also, you do feel weird. At least you know you have a child, so you're buying you're buying um not, uh fucking uh lunchables, lunchables, and you're like, 
yeah, yeah, I have you have an excuse. Your kid might even be there next to you. I just have to be like, nope, grown man buying 10 Lunchables. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that because Lunchables was such a staple in my childhood. And you're right, too. Like when you opened up your lunchbox, your metal lunchbox, and you pull out a fucking Lunchable, kids are like, whoa. Yeah, it was definitely the, and especially at that time, I I don't know if they're older than that. I feel like they're a 90s thing. It was super, super popular in the 90s and probably just easy for fucking parents. I mean, think about it. If you're a parent, you know, you got to wake up and make your shitty kids some fun. <laughs> you know, I didn't like this kid. <laughs> like, I mean, let's be real. Some kids are just, they're just shitty. Uh, <laughs> but you got to legally feed it. So you're yeah. like, all right. Like, I mean, I can wake up like 20 minutes earlier and make it some food or I just throw some fucking this, this. I jam these crackers and cheese and it's in a bag and I say, here you go. <laughs> but you're the one that secretly wants them. So what does that say about us? We're like, here, eat this. Oh, I mean, yeah, even, I better, even better. The fucking dumb kid doesn't even know he's being neglected. <laughs> and now I want a goddamn Lunchable. I would never turn one down. That's why they were my number one on my list. <laughs> oh, they're so goddamn good. Oh, I, Which, I mean, I don't know what that says about me, but I love Lunchables. <laughs> It was, I was going to put it on my list and then I'm like, I have to like stay true to like the snack that I always ate, which is super weird and it's going to be left field, but. Let's hear it. Well, let's hear your list. So my number, I got to check to see what I wrote down though. Okay. Cause I, I put like six on there, so I have to narrow it down. So <laughs> my third one was, do you remember planters, the cheese balls that came in the round cylinder? I have, I think, the generic version in my, um, it might be planners, uh, in my fucking uh, cabinet right now. It's like, yeah. this, it's like this big, too. I don't know if it's... Well, back in the day, they were like, it was like this size. And my grandfather, okay. so he would sit in front of his window, and he had a ch his chair and another chair and a like, little table with like a, a dresser, pretty much. And he would have his uh, caramels with the um, frosting in the middle, because I'm doing this sign. <laughs> But you remember those? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but and you also called it frosting, which I like too. It, it was cream, I, yeah. But was... uh, you know, there's a frosting right there in the middle. We know those, so he'd have a bag of those, those strawberry juice. <laughs> and I never ask him like that. Hey, Papa, can I get a can I get a caramel frosting now? <laughs> you gotta just cut a clip of me just go eh, eh, eh. oh we I might get flagged but i'll do it <laughs> please <laughs> so he'd have like his caramel chews his strawberry candies and his cheese balls and they were always so goddamn fucking cheesy like better than a cheese doodle but they were so goddamn good so that's that's my number three all right, excellent, excellent choice. By the way, I think I'm going to cut it to us. Just, we were both doing this, and, <laughs> and, and I want to cut it to you and me, baby. <laughs> please, that please, that would be the best clip ever to exist. Uh, okay. Anyway, number two. <laughs> this is why we did this. This is perfect. Uh, number two is a tie, and I'm going to say both, but fruit by the foot and gushers. Oof, such because good ones. I forgot about Fruit by the Foot. Totally. Oh my, and you know what reminded me of it was Yellow Jackets. And they were taught. She made a comment that she has Fruit by the Foot. She's like, I got like five of them. And I'm like, 
do you know how much like fucking substance you have? You have five fruit by the foots. Yeah. Like, ugh. So those and gushers, I fucking oh man. I I've not love- I've, I've not seen the show, so that reference may not mean too much to me, but I'm like, yeah, there's lots oh. of food in the five. <laughs> but it yellow jackets is the perfect 90s uh nod to the 90s and i can't believe you you haven't watched it i thought you did say you watched it no no i want to watch it because it has christina ricci and uh there's a bunch of people i like but i've not seen it and i think it's on showtime right yes and we just binged the fuck out of it you need to watch it it's so good yeah, maybe I'll wait until they do like a free trial or something or whatever and then and then do that. But no, that that's why I want to see it. Um, I've heard great things, but I have no context of what the show is. So I that might I, 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 I felt a disconnect when you were like, there's so much sustenance there. And I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. But don't and that's go and don't look it up. Don't look anything up. We went in having no idea what it was about. And I'm glad that we did because. It's so much more there's just so much more and it's i think it's one of the best shows that i've ever watched okay wow all right i i'm into it i just i I got too many goddamn streaming services as it is so showtime you put that free promo up and i'll do it in a month better fucking do it i'll give you my password if not if or whatever so you'll you'll be able to watch it but my number one and i want them right now are motherfucking corn nuts do you remember Ooh. corn nuts? Yeah, they, uh, they they still sell them out here. They they sell them at the dollar store where we live. And I went in. I'm not even shitting you for my kid's birthday party to get candy. And I saw it and I was like, fuck, they have pico de, pico de gallo, picante, nacho cheese. I think I spent like 20 bucks on corn nuts. I, I will admit I that is one that I enjoy the flavor of, but mm-hmm. I cannot eat them because they're so fucking hard and i know the people the people who love them they that's what they love about them they love like how (sighs) hard and crunchy they are but for me i'm just like i am like i'm like how many of these am i going to be able to eat before my luck runs out and i crack a tooth like (laughs) my mom cracked a tooth and you would think that would like have scarred me because she fucking bit into a ranch one and like chipped her tooth and she was freaking out and i'm like give me your bag (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i know there there's a diehard fandom for it and like just to like when i eat them i'm like i i i do enjoy them but i'm like man i like i can't i'm like i can't afford this fucking dental work like i'll just get a peanut instead like (laughs) (laughs) like if i really need something close to this just give me some fucking planners peanuts and we'll call it a day me it was like a couple weekends ago i was waste i I drank quite a bit and i was just like and i was mowing him and greg's like honey you're gonna choke i'm like okay it's like (laughs) i destroyed a whole bag of them they were so good and i i feel like they were kind of like marshmallows because i had such a buzz they were just so easy to just into just went down like yeah i get you Oh, what I would give for a bag of corn nuts right now. <laughs> yeah, eat those right on the right of the <laughs> microphone. <Yeah. laughs> uh, the audio playing over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, yes. as I was saying, the frosting. <laughs> <laughs> you, we ha- chomp, we have chomp, to- chomp. <laughs> arr, arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Okay. 
Uh, so now that we've talked about our snacks, so now it is, uh, we are in the year 1994 and our parents say to us, where would you like to go eat? Where would you like to go for dinner? Where are you going? Uh, in 94, if I'm correct, that was before the invention, or at least it was before, uh, I'm a, I was aware of the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's. So mm. that it would have, cause that's been my go-to ever since probably will be till the day I die. Yes. And if I eat too many of them, it won't be too far off. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it will, it, it, it probably would have been McDonald's. That's such a boring answer. So can I give a different one? Of course. But McDonald's, because remember the awesome toys we would get? Yeah, the toys. And honestly, I just, I don't know. I think there was a a point in time where like that I enjoyed, which was like when I graduated from Happy Meal to like real meal and i don't know why but there was something about that period where i'm like i don't get the happy meal anymore and i, I lose the toy but like you know now i'm getting a double cheeseburger and yes. or, or, or or even graduating from that you know when you, you know, oh now i'm getting a quarter pounder which i mean it just explains why like we're fat as fuck but like <laughs> not like we, we here but i mean like us as a nation and partly myself but like <laughs> Like, you know, it does feel like that. It felt like you go through like, okay, you get the Happy Meal, which is a burger, fries, and a drink, which should be more than a fucking enough. But then we're like, okay, now you get a double cheeseburger, burger, uh, fries, and a drink. Yeah. Okay, now you get a quarter. Now I'm 15. Now I get a quarter pounder. <laughs> and then they were like, you, <laughs> you fat fucks out there. All right, we're going to, and then we're going to make a double quarter pounder of cheese. And I and ordered super that. Supersize it. Yeah, and supersize it. Fuck Morgan Spurlock. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I think I should have the right to supersize my shit if I want to. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, I, that that would be the honest answer. Is is as a kid, I mean McDonald's. McDonald's was where where I wanted to go. That's I picked McDonald's originally, and then mm -hmm. I was like, because just even going to eat at a McDonald's. Oh, like the like the actual experience of like being inside of one. Yeah, because remember, like when you're a kid, and the smell of it, like it's, it smelled like milkshakes and and the burgers and the fries, and then you had like the characters at some of the places where you could play. And they had, they had, some of them had like a play pen or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> yes, it was. And like honestly, the thought of it now, now as like an adult who was a germaphobe, like it would, like I would, I mean, I would honestly rather drink all of the water in my own toilet than go into that ball pit. But like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the thought of me going into that ball pit at 34 years of age Can makes me physically ill thinking about it. <laughs> but as a kid, you don't give a shit about these things. You have no concept of sickness or uh, life expectancy or any of this. So you're yeah. just like, yeah. And uh, it was super, it, it was super fun. Yeah. I mean, your parents are just like, go, go ahead. Give me a minute to sit and smoke my cigarette. <laughs> like, What back, about, oh, I'm sorry. Go. Well, say back in the days you could, you could smoke yep. in these places. So. What about when they used to run like really weird promotions that I feel like they don't run anymore? Do you remember when they used to run promotions like you could walk up to a account? I remember one distinctly because my 
brother and my cousin like fucked me over on it. But oh. like McDonald's used to run a promotion around this time frame where yeah. you if you walked up to the counter and you said, I love this place, they would give you a small fry. No, that was like a promotion they ran for a period of time. And there might have been a stipulation to it, like you already had to have bought some shit or something. I don't know. And you can't come up like six times and be like, yeah, I, I, hey. some, <laughs> probably something like that. But there was like a promotion they ran like that. And I'll never forget it because we went to the movies, me and my brother and my cousin and uh, my grandma and my, and my cousin's mom. And they went and afterwards we went to Little Caesars and they're mm-hmm. like, you know how that that works, right? So if you go up there, it's, it's like it's the same here as it is at McDonald's, Sam. You go up there and they give you free breadsticks. So like a little fucking dumbass, I go up there <laughs> and I just I'm staring at the lady and I'm just like, hey, I love this place. And she's like, oh, OK. And I'm like, I love this place. And she's like, OK. And I just keep saying it like over and over again, like as if like we were in like a war that she didn't know we, she was having. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to give me some fucking breadsticks. <laughs> She's probably like, what is wrong with this fucking kid? You're like this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <Give me." laughs> yeah. Eventually, I think they literally had to come up and be like, Sam, it's like we were just fucking with you. And I was like, oh, well. Uh, all right. And that pissed you off even more. So you're like, well, now you're fucking buying me breadsticks. <laughs> no. I wish I could say I was like that cool of a kid, but I was probably just like, I'm telling mom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, little C or I've, I used to get from little Caesars, a pizza with no sauce and just black olives. Okay. Okay. That was my jam when I was a kid. Cause I, I don't know. I didn't like tomatoes and I didn't like tomato sauce. Yeah, it's really more cheese bread than than a than a, a pizza. Then, but pretty much, I, and everyone's like black olives. I'm like, I, f- I fucking used to wear them on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? I, I'm down. Well, I'm a so I, I'm down for it because I'm a veggie pizza person. Yes, I, I'm not a. Uh, I, I will eat. Um, I, I'm not a vegetarian. I, we had a hot dog conversation. I just right. prefer veggie pizza. Um, so I love black olives on my pizza, so I'm all for it. Never put them on my fingers like that uh, and did one of these. But I, I do it to my grandma because for like Thanksgiving, I'd put them out and I'd sit there and I'd pluck them on my fingers and do that. My Oh, my my grandfather. I'm like, what? <laughs> did, did that with the bugles, but never thought to stick them in some some veggies. And oh, bugles, too. Those were a good 90s uh, snack. Yeah. I, I Ish. I think they still exist. Maybe oh, they, they definitely do. I, I, I'm trying to think. I feel like I don't see them on the shelf at my store, but I don't know. My store sucks. A lot of stores suck now. Um, for me, I would be going to fucking pizza hut. Cause pizza hut back in the day with your personal pan, with the, the golden crisp crust and the salad bar was banging. Oh my God. The biggest thing, you just hit it right there, in addition to the salad bar, is back when Pizza Hut was a sit-down restaurant parlor. In addition to delivery, you got to have delivery, but yeah. the parlor experience was fucking phenomenal. That was like my excitement. Like I got so excited to go to Pizza Hut when I was little. And they remember they had the, was it Metroid or whatever the game? It was a flat game. Where at my Pizza Hut, and they would have the chairs, and you could go sit and play the video game. Yeah, I know. But I, one of the coolest things that ever happened uh, when I was uh, still living at my parents' house, right before I moved out, my dad 
bought one. He's like, I just came, I came home one day and he, I was like, what is this? And he's like, he's like, I just wanted one. He's like, so I, uh, I found a guy who was living in Detroit. So I just drove out and I got one. And I was like, so like every time I, to this day that I go and visit like my dad, like, you know, mm-hmm. we'll sit there and drink beer and we just fucking, you know, we're playing fucking Pac-Man and dig dug. And <laughs> that's amazing. I would go to your dad's house all the time. I'd yeah. be like, can we go over and see your dad? It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But like, you're right. Pizza Hut as a sit down was an experience. That was that. And like even Taco Bell, you could go into Taco Bell and you could sit down. I mean, they didn't come out and serve you, but I felt like it was more like uh, you could sit and have your meal than it felt like a restaurant other than fast food. Yeah, no, I agreed. Uh, I mean, I feel fortunate um, that my local Pizza Hut still has a little bit of a parlor, but most pizza huts, like uh, most pizza places, period, in the country right now, outside of like mom and pop shops, pretty much have done away with that. They're like just all delivery, all pickup. Take your fucking pizza and get the <laughs> fuck out of my building. <laughs> like, I know. And you know what's crazy, too, is how things have shifted for pizza. This is how much I love pizza because, you know, I'm like a huge pizza Oh, fan. I'm aware. You're, you're a fan. <laughs> is now the sponsor of the of the Super Bowl in football is Little Caesars. Like Pizza Hut is no more with football. I think Pizza Hut is as much as I love it. All right. Here's a question for you. This is a question yeah. that I ask all. Uh, this is I legitimately not joking. I ask every single one of my friends this. Okay. I would say universally the four biggest chain pizzas in the country are this as follows. No rent, no particular order. Uh, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars. Rank yep. them best to worst. What would you say? So I would. Okay. Well, who um, currently like how the quality of food that it is now. Yeah. This is just on food, not on like nostalgia and love. Cause that would change some things, but yeah. Oh, definitely. So for me and where I'm locationally, where I am, it would be uh Domino's. Oh. Little Caesars, Papa John's pizza hut. Okay. Everyone's different. Everyone's got it. Mine would be uh, Domino's. I still prefer Pizza Hut uh, over um, most pizzas as far as it goes. Little Caesars. And then I fucking hate Papa John's. And I I hate it. The only thing that I like about Papa John's is when I was in my meat lovers phase. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like any pizza person kind of goes through like the notions. Like they have their set favorite. And then there's like, you know. Like, I don't want to say like a, fa- a fad, but it kind of like a bacon chicken ranch or something like that. But or like the buffalo pizza that was popular for a little while. And yes. Or like, oh, um, do you remember when Pizza Hut did the New York style? The no. big New Yorker. I remember the name, but I don't remember what it was. It was fucking divine is what it was. And it was <laughs> <laughs> it was the best pizza. Oh. oh, my! thinking about it is making my mouth water. But we would get that with like Mountain Dew and Pepsi and breadsticks and get really high and play Nintendo 64. But that's when it was out was the Nintendo 64 time. Okay. All right. And it was such, the sauce was so sweet and oh, so good. But now I, I used to prefer Pizza Hut, but Pizza Hut where I'm at sucks. Huge donkey balls. It's horrible. <laughs> I, I I have heard that it has fallen off. It's it, it's obviously now it's very dependent on location. Yes. Um, at least the one by me is still pretty good. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, right now I think as far as chains go, I think Domino's is killing it. But it's shocking to me that Pizza Hut has lost so much market value that yeah. it that it is. I, I don't even see ads anymore for it. Like I don't see anything for it. The only thing that I've seen recently is Tracy Morgan. Was it Tracy Morgan? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Excuse me for that. He started to be on some Pizza Hut commercials, and that's the yeah. only way that I've really seen yeah. it. And those commercials are bullshit. Those yes. I'm sorry. I get so angry about this. Those commercials, the entire purpose of those commercials, and I love Craig Robinson, are to tell to make you feel nostalgic for the day. They even have the parlor light and everything. Except none of the fucking Pizza Huts have that anymore. It's not it's non-existent. It's Wing Street. And there's nothing. If you're gonna do an ad campaign focusing on the nostalgia, then you better be shipping those fucking lights and those tables out to every single one of your fucking <laughs> restaurants. And give my kid a fucking book it party fucking ticket yeah so she can come get her personal pan and get some goddamn arcade games in there and get some, like it's it just it's crazy to me to have a ad campaign focusing on something that you no longer offer like and, that would and be like it'd be like if they came out and were like the big new yorker or the whatever it'd be like that was cool wasn't it well try yeah. our shitty new pizza <laughs> yeah this is called the fucking floridian yeah <laughs> you know what I, but i it's it's bait and switch and a lot of they're doing a lot of that lately with things. I won't say with what particularly, but I think you know what bait and switch I'm pissed about still. It's a Halloween. movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> you're like, I like you're like, I won't say it. And I'm like, Halloween? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's blatant bullshit. It's a fucking lie. And the only reason you're saying that is because you could only show this. You can't produce it. So yeah. fuck off. Exactly. And we know you'll it'll get you interested and maybe you'll fucking throw us 15 bucks to see our shitty movie or eat our shitty food. And then after you order that food, you're like, I should have fucking just ordered Domino's. Yeah. Because Domino's is number one. Oh, God. I, I just want to say, too, real quick for anyone who's watching and you. I'm looking over because I'm being stared at by my dog. Come on. Come on. Come on. So if we have a guest, he might pop up, which I think he's going to. Come on. Get up here. Nope. Do you see his head? I see him. He's kind of bouncing around behind your name, but yeah, he's there. Ah, oh, there's <laughs> there he is. There he is. The little cutie pie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. Anyway, my cutie pie is uh, sleeping on the. Uh, he's he's knocked out actually. Well, I guess he did just eat like a metric ton of cheese. So, so um, that cheese ball probably put him in uh, uh, sleepy coma. mode. Yeah. Yes. Um, cool. So yeah, so that's pretty much done for our like food phase. So now let's talk about a, a category I'm particularly excited about is 94 fashion. All right. So 94 fashion, here's the deal. It would I now I was six, so I didn't dress like this, but if you stuck me in 94, I would have absolutely been a grunge guy. I would have yes. wore the the baggy ripped up pants and the fucking, you know, work shirts and all that absolutely would have done it. That being said, I aesthetically, it looks great for the time. Yeah. But I, I don't know. There's something about it that also is like, it would have been me too. Cause I'm the type of person who's like just jeans, t-shirt go. But it was, it, it, it honestly, it looked when you look at like the super nineties, like, grunge kids and whatnot i'm like that looks like you're trying so fucking hard like yeah you're, you're you're putting more work into not trying than you are 
trying, you know, <laughs> it's like, true. and it also, it just looks basic and also big and heavy. So I'm not into that. I like form fitting and a little, little loose, like, not super tight, but like, I want it yes. to fit my body. So instead of going with grunge clothing as my pick, which I absolutely would have bought into that fad, uh, although I might have been more still like a metal guy. I don't know. I'm going to go with just a general thing that I loved in the 90s, and that is hats. <laughs> yeah, hats were major back in the 90s. Hats were everywhere, and I'm not talking baseball hats. Like, I'm talking hats. Like, yeah. hats were – there were celebrities who that were synonymous with certain types of hats. Blossom – I can't say her name uh, synonymous with whatever the fuck that thing was on her head. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, LL Cool J with the bucket hat, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, and then here's my personal favorite because to this day he stopped, he has not stopped wearing them. And I have this here. Uh, Cause whatever the fuck this hat is that he's yes. wearing Samuel <laughs> Jackson still wears them to every premiere to this day. I think it's a golfing hat. I don't know what it is, but he loves it. What is my husband wears those? They're like derby caps, but he wears them forward. Yeah, I, I don't know what I, I and I'm just I'm not a hat person. I own one hat. It's and it's basically my fucking hat. It's like if I don't feel like combing my hair today, like that's what I wear. Here's my hat. Yes. But I, I, I just the the I don't feel like you see hats anymore, like besides a baseball cap frontwards, backwards, maybe. And that's about yeah. it. Uh, I, I just I love the idea of the 90s having this just and it was like it was almost as if they walked into a store and we're just like the idea was like let's find the weirdest fucking hat we can find and throw it on our heads and pretend that it's normal you know yes. you would see i literally and i this is i'm not joking one of the first things that popped i googled i googled grunge hat because i was just like what it comes up maybe something yeah. like, first thing that popped up was kids sitting around in fucking flannels and those like elmer fudd hats like <laughs> 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 and I was like, all right. So there we go. So my, my answer for uh, 90s fashion is just the fucking weird fucking hats that everybody wore. And uh, I, I, I honestly wish it made a comeback. <laughs> I think it might, because honestly, like the 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 fashion trends that are coming back now, we might see like a wave of hats, which I wouldn't be upset about. I wish I could pull off hats. I have a really big head or I have a lot of hair. Oh, oh, my fucking melon is big. Oh, yes! <laughs> Perfect. I wanted to use that tonight. <laughs> Look at this gargantuan thing. I feel like it's like Wayne's World. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what does he say? Uh, it's oh been a while. Speaking of 90s. Uh, I know. And that was one of my all-time favorites. Extreme close-up! That's what it was. Yes. Yes. Um, that's really good. Blossom. I used to love Blossom. Um so for you, you have been you've kind of mentioned it already twice. So I can feel that this might have been the question you're chomping at the bit to answer the most. What is your 94 fashion style or article or whatever that you you really you really like? Well, I mean, I had to go with I it was like a three-way tie. I know this is not fair, but this is like uh, what what I associated with the 90s. Corduroy. Oh god. 
because I was in like fucking corduroy skirts, corduroy pants, even if it was 90, 90 out, I was still in fucking corduroys. I remember it. Night, nightmares, nightmares. The thin corduroy, the cords, the thick corduroy cords. Um, so and, and, and literally I had shorts, I had skirts, I had pants, you fucking name it, I had corduroy. I had a pair, a singular pair of corduroy pants that I wore during like, you know, like that, like punk, punk, pop punk phase in high school that I like. And like where the idea was, you know, you wear the weirdest shit you can find, basically. And Mm -hmm. like it was a pair of green corduroy pants that were like skin tight. And they were just really weird and it fit the, 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 the motif. But I just remember like sweating my ass off in them. Like it was like, I'm like, Jesus, like they should use these for N95 masks because there's no, <laughs> there's no air getting through them. That or like you, you think walking in heels for like fashion week in the fashion industry is tough. Put on a pair of fucking corduroys and tell me how you function in a day. <laughs> like it's a work it's a, it's a workout it is and i mean but like i love them but it was just a lot to wear and then my second is a lot to wear but i had them and i still wish i had them now but uh sweater vests oh okay all right all right i remember that again blossom wore a lot of that shit too like very 90s yep the argyle print or a plain one maybe some fur so vests were like major for me. I loved it. I feel like the the like the like the wacky best friend always wore one. You know, like Screech wore a wore a sweater like a, a vest all the time. Yes, and then it was cool when Cher wore them in Clueless, which was my like coming of age movie. So of course I wanted to wear the the sweater vest with the matching skirt, plaid skirt, and the knee highs and the platforms and all that shit. So that was. Very close. And then the last one was, oh, God, what did I put? Um, flannels. Oh, I mean, what defined that the 90s more than that? You know, and I, I the big, bulky, huge flannels. But again, my grandmother was, nope, you're wearing corduroys, a sweater vest under your T-shirt. And I, I couldn't, I had to get like, like you said, form fitting. Like I couldn't get bigger baggy clothes. I had to. She was very particular with how I presented myself. So now I have all of Greg's old big flannels that I wear all the time. And I'm wearing my own right now. I was going to say, it's right now. You're, you're rocking it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I just feel like that's essential. It, I, honestly, if, if, I mean, like, it has to be the 90s, especially the early 90s, like, article of closing. It, 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 it is that. Yes. And it's timeless because think of over the years, like, I mean, you see it so much more now you see all these, you know, girls with the the nineties leggings, like the short biker leggings and a flannel. And it's like, Oh, it's acceptable now. But if I fucking left the house in that in the actual nineties, <laughs> I would have got my ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so there's hey, that. Jordan, I get over here. <laughs> Why? I just want a caramel. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to buy some, no big deal. <laughs> they got the frosting in the middle. <laughs> I literally cannot wait for that clip. I'm so excited. Um, so 
and this one, this category, I was really excited about too because I was really excited about. But uh, what was your favorite like toy or game that you played with in the nineties? Well, I went specifically for ninety four because. Mm-hmm. Um, toy i was hoping that there was like a more iconic one um the only one i could find was there was like this like volcano man thing that i had that i had owned it was like almost like a power ranger like you built him out of like smaller things yes um but it wasn't as iconic so i'm like all right so i went to the video game side of thing i'm like what games were iconic in the in 94 that came out oh yeah and there's one that i think truthfully defined maybe a huge i would say probably defined 1990 to 95 maybe outside of like sonic uh which uh, it's, it's nba jam nba jam uh came out in 94 um i don't know if you've ever played everyone knows what nba jam is right i feel like i've played that because i was such a video game person so i played anything and everything on my super nintendo genesis sega genesis NBA Jam is it's it's uh, it was like a cartoon version of basketball. It was only two on two. Yeah, really. I don't know why they made that choice, but they did. It was like you would literally like the, the commentary on it was like probably the most famous part is like when you would get like, you know, say you score, I think it was two baskets in a row. They would be like, he's heating up. And then you score the third one and they'd be like, he's on fire. And then the ball literally would like erupt in flames as you were like dunking. And they would have like catchphrases like like uh, boom shakalaka and like uh, it was just like a real. I mean, to this day, like they like even like at like big box stores now, you see like I don't know if you've seen like in like Targets and Walmart's and Best Buys and shit, they sell like smaller versions of like arcade games now. Yes, and the NBA Jam one just came out this year. Like it's a fucking really big game, probably in my opinion, the best sports game ever made, and. It, it, I'm not really a sports person outside of football. Yeah. So for me to pick NBA Jam as the best and biggest and most influential game of '94, I, I I don't know. I think that says something, at least in my mind, because I would rather I would rather be like, you know, Sonic and Knuckles. But it's like, well, <laughs> there was like five of those games at that point, like you know, and it's kind of the same thing at that point. So yeah. There was- so- NBA there games. was a lot of Sonic and Knuckles. A lot of Sonic was very heavy in 94. Yeah, they just they kind of bastardized it at a point and it started to suck after a while, which is why they sold it to Nintendo and now it's it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we won't we won't touch on that subject. Yeah, nerd alert over here. I like games. <laughs> uh so do I. And that's when when I thought of the question, I looked at toys too, thinking that something was big back then, but nothing really was. But who am I kidding? I was a video game nerd back in the day and I still rock the old systems. I don't play like a lot of new stuff. Like my kid plays Fortnite. I played a couple rounds and I got what's the when you uh when you place number one and you get the battle not boy battle royale, whatever it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, I got that. And she was like, I she had this expression of like her t- like tears were in her eyes and she's like, Mom. I'm like, I don't even know what I just did. Like <laughs> I'm just shooting people. And she's like, but you, you won. And I'm like, okay, yay. I'm excited, but I, I didn't know what I did. So um, newer stuff. I'm not the best at, but I will play. 
I will play Super Nintendo, N64, Nintendo games, Switch, all that. I, I get you on that. It kind of reminds me of, uh, so do you remember playing GoldenEye? Did you ever play that back in the day? Yes. So the GoldenEye remake, re-release, whatever, uh, it just hit Xbox last night and it's it was free. So, you know, I downloaded it and me and Deanna were like, uh, my partner, we're yeah. like, all right, let's uh, let's play it. And we're like, you know, we're at, at first we were like, so we're like, oh, this is going to be great. GoldenEye was the greatest fucking game ever back in the day. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, my God, like, what is was, this? <laughs> we were shooting at each other. And like, I mean, it was literally we were like six feet away from each other. We both had pistols and we probably had to fire. I, at one point I was like, I have 500 bullets. I was like, Deanna, I don't know if I have enough because like, I, <laughs> I, I it, like you couldn't hit each other. It was so shitty. And I'm like, it, it has to be just the controls from N64 to Xbox. But my God, it did not age well. <laughs> that would have frustrated the shit out of me. I would have been like, I'm not fucking playing. Oh, she played two rounds and she's like, you can keep playing. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, it was but free. Good. <laughs> I'm like, it was free. We, we've had enough. <laughs> That's how I feel though on because on her on our switch we can get we have a, um, a membership so you can get nintendo and s or super nintendo games and okay so before i tell the story my did you have any other games or is it just that one just nba jam so my number one pick was donkey kong country because that game literally like for me changed the game during the summer i i, I like i woke up at seven o'clock just to play that and I would put my little bean bag in front of my grandma's little TV and I'd start playing. And then she'd come down at like eight. You need to stop playing. You need to go outside and get some fresh air after breakfast. Blah, blah, blah. So I would sneak away to my friend's house and he had a pool. We'd swim for like 15, 20 minutes, go in his house and play fucking Donkey Kong. Oh, like addicted to it. One of the best games of the N64 ever. Yes. And but so for me, mine was I, I played it on the Super Nintendo, but now wait it's not oh you said i'm uh, sorry donkey kong country i'm sorry i'm sorry no. I, I misheard you're good i knew what you're i knew what you were saying but now on the goddamn switch you try to play it and play with a little tiny paddle and even if you have it connected so your two paddles are like a an actual game controller it sucks i can't get past one level and i i'm telling you what sam during the pandemic i would go upstairs and lock myself in the bedroom to get past it <laughs> and they, greg and my kid would come up and they're like are you are you coming out and like just leave me alone and i have to get the audio i wish you could like interject it right now but it's the one where it's the parrot and they're flying and the music's like all you know magical and it's like i can't even i can't even make the noise but i made a song up because i was so pissed i'm like i will be strong i will move on <laughs> and I, would fucking, I would sing it when i would get to that part and then i'd fucking lose and i was just like oh and i started screaming now i agree i think there is something from the ports from the old controls to the new controls it just doesn't work they're not as they're not as fluid no and it sucks and it drives me nuts because i used to be so good at playing these games and now that i can't because of what i have is infuriating and i hate I, it i get it trust me i get that a hundred percent but I, I could literally sit in front of, i could play video games all damn day i often do 
Uh, yes. which, is, which is why I know too many random facts about other dumb bullshit. So, <laughs> so that, uh, I believe, brought us to the end of the 90s segment, the meat of the matter. But uh, I think we wanted to start with a new segment or a new we're going to do a game or a some sort of smaller segment, almost like a dessert after the main course. Yes, a palate cleanser. And I'm going to call this one tentatively. This game is going to be called Dude, Where's My Decade? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a terrible name. I came up with it in like two seconds. We got to come up with something better. It's but perfect, I- dude. Where's my decade? It's like, no, we're keeping that. It's going to be trademark. No, dude. Okay, dude, where's my decade? Uh, I have found um, six trailers um, for movies, and I'm going to play either the majority or pieces of them, um, and you'll have to use context clues or just the general vibe or feel or whatever to try and see if you can guess what year you think this movie might've came out in and see how close you can get. Okay. Um, And then also just possibly comment on the trailer itself a little bit, because I'm not going to lie. I picked some weird ones. Um, I have seen three of these, six of these and one of which I will be seeing very soon because it looks amazing. Um, oh, okay. So you may have seen some of these. All right, Jordana, you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Excited. I'm nervous. <laughs> Adding. Channel 62 has the lowest ratings in the history of television. What they need is a new station manager. No, not him. Forget it. No way. A man of action. For, I know for, this. I know this. And for, for the listeners, there's a uh, pretty famous actor on or musician on screen right now. Well, I can see the the cover of this because I see his face with the glasses. Yeah, George. How would you like your own TV show? Okay. You get the drink from the Okay. Oh my God. This is. Now, it's not necessarily in the 90s, correct? No, no. This is, uh, it could be from anywhere. Uh, all right, let's start with, do you know who the main actor is? Weird Al. Okay, all right. And it's, I saw so, Kramer. Yes. So for anyone out there, if you know which movie Weird Al, uh, I, I guess I could tell you what the, the name of it. Well, let's see if you can guess the name. You Okay, so I li- literally just went through... And this was the cover, and it was his face, and he had on the weird glasses, and yes, and the crazy hair. And I cannot think because I pr- this is what pressure does to me. I draw a blank. Fuck. But I want to say this is eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Very close. Good job. Uh, eighty-nine when this released. So yep. I mean, so close. I mean, that's honestly. I mean, that's that's a that's well, that's at least worth half a point. I think if you're within two years, you can get half a point. Is this like? I don't even want to say radio. It's because I literally we and I can. That's how I remembered that it's it was letters. in the eighties. Three it's letters. Not, it's not. It's tell me it's it's U- going to drive me nuts. It's U- UHF. Yes. It stood for ultra high frequency. We literally just scrolled, scrolled through the comedies and that was on there. And Greg asked me if I've ever seen it. And I said, no, 
it's worth the watch if you enjoy Weird Al. I mean, it's 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 what you saw there. It's him dressed as Rambo with big muscle suit on. Kramer is a pretty big part in the movie, actually. I think it was his big move. I think it was the biggest thing he did before he got Seinfeld. Wow. But yeah, I uh, I, I quite enjoy that movie. That is one of the six that I have seen. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll say you're 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 you got it. You're on the board. We'll go half a point there. That seems fair, even though I was not fully on but that seems i mean to get right on the money is 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 pretty big um all right so here is number two and i'm not gonna lie this is where they go off the rails the first one is the most normal one oh god i'm scared oh (laughs) what it's a Sasquatch rock. <laughs> For the listeners, there's just a giant head on the screen <laughs> shooting out guns. Oh my god, I know this because it's what's his name? It's uh James Bond. It's fucking Sean Connery. It's Sean Connery in a diaper made of bullets. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, my ex-coworker has the picture of him in this outfit on their wall. Yep. Yep. This is this is seventy eight. Uh, all right, very close. Uh, seventy four. I actually I tried to trick you on that one. I thought you might get it because it weirdly opens. The opening shot is it says beyond nineteen eighty four, beyond uh, space, beyond time. Which I'm yeah. like, why wouldn't they say beyond nineteen seventy four when the fucking movie came out? Like, why did they pick like? <laughs> Like it just seems so. I thought you'd be like I, I was trying to trick you, but no, you got closer than I thought. I knew it was seventies, and I don't know the name of it. What is uh, it? Uh, it's Zardoz. So that's what it was when motherfucker. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. You can if you want to maybe drop acid before you watch it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a weird I one, mean... and there's a lot of John Connery in a diaper sexually assaulting people uh, <laughs> <laughs> see I, di- I didn't think that was real because my ex-co-worker she was like obsessed with sean connery and said that like that's one of the sexiest pictures i'm like this is fake that's and one of the sexiest pictures what questionable isn't it okay first of all i get sean connery like if you were like yeah him as james bond or I don't know, maybe I don't really think of Sean Connery as a sex symbol outside of James Bond, but to be like this movie where he's in a diaper. (laughs) (laughs) He has like a long ponytail. (laughs) And if you actually watch the movie, a good punch, a portion of it is him just punching women. Oh my God. It's fucking crazy. Is it sad though? Not that that, I don't condone that, but I, I, I do want to watch it now just to see how fucking ridiculous it is. It's worth a watch if you're like, I just want to see something that's crazy and makes no fucking sense. It's absolutely worth a watch for that. Uh, one At least once. Okay, uh, I'll do it. it. It is fucking long, though. I will tell you that. Damn. Maybe I should take acid and make, make it uh, quicker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, next up is this one is the whole trailer. This is a very short trailer, uh, and I will tell let you know that. So it's the whole okay. thing. All right. Stupid adults believe it. Yeah. 
What? <laughs> what is it? What is that behind them? Your guess is as good as mine. It's the god monster of Indian blood. <laughs> oh. This is this a spoof? This is a real movie that did come out. I won't tell you in what year, but it's a real full-length movie. I don't know if it's a spoof or not, but it exists and that, went to theaters. This, to me, not necessary, but, like, has notes of, like, an Eli Roth fake trailer. Like, like weird. <sighs> um, so I'm going to say that was 78 oh 73 i Fuck. i honestly would not have picked 70s um like you said it almost feels like it's a parody like you could have pictured this coming out in like 2006 and like you know it was a joke or something i, I was totally even... gonna say that too i was gonna say i feel like this is like a 2000 and like eight or nine but something was telling me it's like 70s i mean think of it as just a trailer it's literally just like four girls talking <laughs> and then this fucked up snuffleupagus this comes out of the hairy ball sack. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Just comes out. Doesn't even do anything. Just kind of waves its weird trunk at them. And then they run away. And then it like, like a fat kid who like got caught in the cookie jar, just kind of like scuffles. Away. And it runs like big bird. Like <laughs> this is like Sesame street on acid. Yes, uh, that is the god monster of Indian flats for the listeners. If you're not uh, watching the visual component, uh, it's uh, looks looks amazing. Looks just wonderful. I need to know what streaming platform that's on because I want. Is it on Tubi? If it if it's on anything, it's got to be Tubi. Okay, uh, that one. This next one, I think you're gonna appreciate this trailer. Um, if you've not already seen it, this is probably the longest one I'm going to show, though. So just, uh, but you'll get why I think. I think you'll like this trailer. Mm. All right. Listen to the warnings before digging up the sacred ground of the dead. This, just the fucking man talking is amazing. Yeah, I knew you'd love that. I love it. Scalps. Scalps. I'm not even going to talk during this. I, we, I have to talk a little bit just for copyright reasons. So we do have to talk just a little bit. But oh, okay. okay. You, you keep. Oh my God. I want to watch this right now. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say that this was 82. Uh. Oh, one second here. Oh. <laughs> uh, I actually realized that this is the only one I didn't write down. So give me one second. Uh, is it really uh, called Scalps? Yes. And actually what I, uh, you said what year did you say? 82. 83. Damn, you were. I was going to go higher, but I'm like, I'm going to keep it safe because it seems like it's right on the cusp of like late 70s, early 80s. That was great. Uh, the so if the trailer goes on, it's just really long. What I knew you were gonna love the voice. I fucking I, love it. I knew that, but yeah. it's if you go through, and the reason I, I had 
put the most put the most let the let that go the longest is it's one of those trailers that says the title like four fucking times like like it goes scalp scalps <laughs> and then it like it's scalps you know oh, the team of whatever unleashes blah 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 scalps and then you're like oh that's the end of the trailer no and then they, they this this team is this team of archaeologists don't know what they've unleashed scalps and then it just like keeps going and i'm like all right like we get it like but just to let everyone know that's listening and if you're watching these types of trailers are the ones i want brought back immediately i want the voice back i want the voice back and i want the overly detailed seven times scalps scalps and then the the amazing taglines interchanged each time he says something i'm petitioning for this to come back i am a hundred percent on board i uh i thought that was definitely one that uh i was like man i kind of do want to watch this now to be honest with you i'm going to literally find it i'm gonna look and see where it's streaming because i want to watch this okay but before you watch that uh, I think you're going to want to check this one out because oh. this this is the one that I found and I'm like I'm going to keep drinking after we just turn this <laughs> off and I'm going to try and find this movie uh, alright here comes the best movie ever made I'm so excited right now this is a bad motorcycle it runs on blood No, is this a bit heavy for a crashed bike? So it's a talking motorcycle. <laughs> is this called zombie bikes? Nope. Fuck. So for the listeners, that demonic voice is a motorcycle talking to the audience. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, I'm gonna watch this one too. incredible did you just what did you how did you find these i typed in craziest movie trailer and i typed in craziest movie trailer and that brought up a bunch of stuff and then i just found one that said like best 90s horror movie trailers and i saw this title and i was like holy shit this is amazing He went right to a fucking coffin. <laughs> and they're performing an exorcism on the bike now as the oh bike my. is burning. Is that a toilet? Oh my god. <gasps> There's a big it's talking, a turd. big talking piece of shit. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say. All right, I think we get the idea, but um, I need to. I think. I want to change my profile picture to that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, before you guess the year, can I tell you the title, which is why it caught my eye. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Please enlighten me. I bought a vampire motorcycle is the name of this motion picture masterpiece. How have I never heard of this until now? It looks incredible. We need to, you and I need to watch this one scalps. And then we need to come back and do an episode on those two. I would be 100% okay with that. Because if either of these are on Tubi, they're getting watched tonight. Holy fuck. I'm so pissed that I have to work. Because I totally would. My kid is <laughs> a half day tomorrow. I would totally just call in and be like, I'm going to stay up all night and watch these movies. <laughs> now, 
just to be fair, because I am very truthful and I don't like to lie, but you said that this was a trailer from the 90s, correct? Oh, I did. Well, okay. All right. Yes, I did so, say it, it, this is from the, it, I did click on a list that said best horror movies of the 90s or best horror trailers of the 90s. Yes. Because I don't want to be like, oh, and then guess it. And then so, but I'm going to say 91. Very close. 1990 for this, this, uh, this Oscar worthy per movie. <laughs> hey, Oscar worthy to us, maybe. <laughs> I uh, guarantee I enjoyed it more than whatever won that year. Oh my God. Those, I, I have to find them. I'm so glad that we did this. Cause I am, do you see this? This is literal cheek excitement. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got two left. I forgot about scalps. Oh. I did not write scalps left. So I got two left here. Uh, this okay. next, this next one, I think there's aspects you're going to enjoy. I'm not going to play the whole thing cause it is long, but I think there's aspects of this trailer you'll enjoy. Oh, Corey Feldman. Yep. Andy Chadway, the gentleman and scholars of Omega Zeta Mu. We need a new pledge. Okay, again, how the fuck have I not heard of this? Or maybe great. You're in. Get away from them now. Yeah. He'll kill you if you stay. Ninety-two. Yeah. Uh, ninety-five on that one. The trailer actually from there doesn't get much better. It kind of just seems like they're going to perform some voodoo curse on him and he's Mark, but I just love the, 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 and here's the thing, the way I have to do this, I have to click the, the play before I can hit record. So I missed the V flying at the screen. Thank you. Cause I was, I was literally spelling in my head and I'm like, am I a fucking idiot? Because you're like, is it voodoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, it's called. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is only my first time messing with this software, but I'm sure there's a way I can figure it out. But as of right now, I kind of have to miss the first, like, a second or two and then, but i love the letters flying at the screen and then i just love the voice voodoo like aggressive too like anger well i was trying to see what was going on with the dude because i'm like okay maybe it's like od like i didn't know if it had to do with needles because it was like oh od and i'm like are they like is this a weird taking drug movie and they i don't know I was try but look you had me fooled because i'm like i don't know if i can spell <laughs> Udo. You're like Udon? <laughs> Udon noodles? Okay. What, yeah, what, what's coming next here? Uh, yeah, I thought that was good. And then the last one here, um, I just, it's a, it's a one I have a personal connection to. So I just want to see if, I actually, I mostly just want to show you the trailer, but under the guise okay. of making you guess the year. <laughs> I'm excited. Yep, so there's two criminals on screen. They're robbing a school of like 50 bucks, it looks like, for the listener. They get sprayed with some chemicals, and now oh. zombies. Oh. Yes! Oh. Okay, so I'm going to say, oh, her brains. What is this, like high school zombie? 
Uh, this is a film not far off, by the way. It's a film called Ghoul School. Oh, I like that. Ghoul School. So I want to say Ghoul School was 88. And this is the one you are the farthest off on. While it looks exactly like an 80s movie, this is from 1990. 19, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. 1990. So no, you're not too far off. I thought it was 95. 1990. Oh, I was like, it cannot be a 90s film, but yeah, yeah that's not too bad. Yeah. I am so happy that you showed me majority of these trailers just for my own personal fucking viewing experience. So thank you. Thank you. Well, I just thought it'd be a fun experience to get some live reactions to us uh, on this. Uh, and honestly, just because we have all these big aspirations for what we want to do in the video. This is kind yep. of our first uh, foray into it. Uh, and then also I had to show somebody that would appreciate uh, I bought a vampire motorcycle. So um, <laughs> I don't know what's top of the list that are scalps because literally like scalps is still in my I'm thinking about it right now. Scalps scalps. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was great. Thank you for playing along with that. Uh, of I hope if you played along at home, uh, leave a, a comment. Let us know how you did uh, or which trailer was your favorite and why yeah. was it scalps or I bought a teenage <laughs> I bought a teenage vampire motorcycle or whatever the fuck it's called. And please tell us how excited you are for the episode that we're already declaring now on <laughs> scalps and scalps. I bought a vampire motorcycle. motorcycle yeah uh other, yeah um other than that uh do you have anything that you want to touch on or are, are are we good i think we're good i think that this was a fun episode i definitely think that we need to do uh, another decade um maybe not as the next episode but definitely we need to just count back the years and then i think we need to propel forward yeah at some point so i i think this was good this was fun i think it could become a regular episode segment, I think. Like every couple of episodes, we could do something like this. Absolutely. And, and also, like, give us your feedback. Let us know if you enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Future Creatures DTF. Um, um, and rate and, do subs uh, rate and subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you listen to. From yes. what I'm told, that helps out the most, particularly if you're on Apple for some reason. I don't know why, but that has a bigger effect, I guess. Yes. Um yeah, but uh, so, yeah. <laughs> that that was it. Like, if you could just kindly like our stuff and say that you like listening to us, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we appreciate all of you who have tuned in for the, for, you know, the three hour episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. This was fun tonight. So it was it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I'm glad we got this done, and uh, and we will, I guess, uh, see you guys next week. Uh, and yes. Thanks for checking us out. Yes. Bye. Good night.